This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, here you see him, Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Mr. A and E, back to give you guys. Another Wrestling Podcast, episode 107 it is. And joining me is uh, my other co-host that I have. This sounds like he probably dropped his phone. The Hard R <laughs> from the Soul Trek Enterprise Quattro. Just so everybody know what that is out there, I want to let y'all know it's like 90-something billion degrees and I'm getting ice. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 is, it is a little hot out there. <clears throat> and then... uh. Popping in and out is going to be uh, my wife, the greatest catch lady sketch. What's going on, y'all? So, <clears throat> we got a huge weekend ahead of us. And Oh, do you mean because of what? What is it? Slammiversary, AEW, G1, Stream Rules Evolve? <laughs> yeah. First of all, did you see Slammiversary? I was actually watching the ups and downs about it, so I didn't. I didn't see it. I was just catching the recap. Oh of man, it. look, that main event though. I'm proud of them because I'm gonna talk about that later. But um, okay, there's a, there's a lot of wrestling, and then also, especially in a wrestling city like Philadelphia, we uh, got a lot of wrestling coming up. And can when, I just say I'm amazed that Evolve is going to be shown on WWE. Now I'm not amazed at all. That. I'm not amazed at all because that's WWE and Petty. That's why. <laughs> WWE ain't show evolved near not a never on any of their networks but then when AEW had fight for the fall on the same night sorry, yeah, that's why it's going to be shown <sighs> so but before we get into all that kind of stuff we got to always pay the bills and we got to make sure you guys check out spacesphilly.com spacesphilly the production company we are a part of where you guys listen to all your podcast needs and check out their uh, trademark podcast the Lulu and Pop show and Lulu and Pop Horror War show along with both sides then you can find the nerd, uh, the was it we are the Nerd Coalition content up there. You can find No Gimmick Seen the Wrestling Podcast, the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, and Drunk Thoughts and Sober Tongues. Also, make sure you check us out on all the podcasts. Apps. We are on Stitcher, we are on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, and we're on Speaker, Google Play, along with checking us out on YouTube Premium. YouTube Premium is a, production, uh, a subscription that you guys can get. For about nine ninety nine a month, but there is a free trial always going on. But I've always always told if you have Google Play, then you already have YouTube Premium. People like listen to podcasts on YouTube sometimes. I don't always see the greatness about YouTube Premium just yet because the point of YouTube is to watch videos. But that's neither here or there. That's just me. So, but once again, we don't put the full podcast on YouTube anymore. We we put the the snippets on there. So. Uh, I, I, and those have been working out a lot better 
they're putting the full podcast on there. So we, you know, I'm glad to see you guys are watching and success. And you guys, once again, the full show, like this to us on the full show right now. We are on all the podcast apps you guys see. So it's been a crazy week in wrestling right now. And uh, before I get into that, uh, we were supposed to record this podcast Friday. Actually, Friday night was when we were supposed to record this podcast. But me and my wife had tickets for an OJ's concert on Thursday. And then all of a sudden, uh, the sky opened. The, up. the sky literally opened up with like no hang, like, like just nothing. It just came crashing down, thunder and lightning. And then I looked on my ticket and it said rain or shine. I said seriously. <laughs> see, see, the reason for that is because I mean God saw that y'all in y'all early thirties going to an OJ's concert, and he was like, something must be wrong. <laughs> 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 First of all, don't hate on our love for exactly. good music. See, the kids, they call it old school. Going to the fr- See, my only question is, are y'all going to the Freak Nick next? Why Listen, not? You know- no, I would not. You could go. I don't want to be a fan. I'll pass on the Freak I'm going to tell you this right now. It was a breath of fresh air to see the stylistics and the OJs not fucking flossing upstage and doing the go shoot. Ahead, all right. Them they was out there. They didn't ask Stepping. nobody to scream after we paid for a ticket. You know, somebody scream. No, I'm not screaming nowhere. I paid you. You scream. They they, they was doing them, them, them awkward dances that, that, that people want to do with everything now. They was out there stepping. You know what I'm saying? 70-year-old men. Out there stepping. You know what I'm saying? See? Damn, Mr. Ship. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. <laughs> Damn, Mr. Ship. You know? They... St- they stuck down here. I look, I try to reach my hand out the quad to pull him up a board, but he like, no, nah, I want to stay in this little life raft. It's, it's all good. My God. <laughs> he want to stay. I'm just like, all right, bro. Let's see. We, we partying up here. Anyway. I, I, wow. I, wow. I, I, I tried to teach them the whole Soul Train line. They they lost, but they, it was like, oh, we oh, we so we going on the line? I was like, oh, God. Oh, yeah, that, was, that was a struggle. Yeah, so I have to say, that hey. was funny though. That was hilarious. I enjoyed every second of that. Yeah, that was very much a struggle. So it got postponed to Friday. So I was like, well, why not start the weekend off with you know with the OJ's concert and, and all the other uh, R&B legends and stuff like that. So it was great. It was a great concert. So now we are recording this on Saturday because this weekend, me and Quattro will be at two shows. The Evolve 10th Anniversary Show, even though it's not really the 10th Anniversary, and <laughs> Extreme Rules on Sunday. And I have to say, WWE has been doing it. Then I saw around trying to sell them tickets. Buy one, get one free. That Quadro got it for That's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. And Look, as <laughs> soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, this, is, this could be a thing now. <laughs> exactly. So, what happens? What? They'll probably will get moved down to a lower level. So I'll see you down there. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> uh, we got the, the front row tickets and stuff like that, which that we don't have to pay as much as the usual pay per view uh, ticket was. So they were really trying to, um, <laughs> they were really trying to get people in there. So I ain't got no problems. Right. I ain't got no problems at all. I ain't gonna complain. So that's why right now we are going to give our predictions for. Uh, Extreme Rules. We're going to go over the Evolve and Fight for the Fallen show because uh, they had a pretty good card f- for the night as well. Uh-huh. So, but I want to get the Extreme Rules out the way as well. 
So we're going to give our predictions for that. So Extreme Rules, the night, one night a year where WWE gets extreme. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh. No, no, no. No, no, yeah, don't laugh. Laugh. Question one, is it going to be extreme? Well, is it really? I doubt it. Is it really? Three matches are. Three matches are going to be, are going to be extreme. Some of these matches don't make sense. No. Oh, don't worry. I'm gonna get to your Alexa Bliss in a minute. So I'm very confused because you be you be repping for her hard. So it's all good. <clears throat> now you we, uh you did say that what culture was saying this may be the most extreme uh extreme rules we got in a long time. I can see why they would say yeah. that because yeah. the, the, the WWE Paul Heyman and yeah. WWE is in some competition right now. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see what happens. Okay. They, they need to do something so the tickets stop going up. It's buy one, get one free. We all know that ain't supposed to happen. Let's be real. Exactly. <laughs> That's WWE looking at their ticket sales and saying, oof. Yeah. <laughs> we got to do something. Them Jones going to be on Groupon <clears throat> before long. But even though, uh-huh. if, if it's going to be stream matches, there has to be, really, there are some matches here that's like, okay, well. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go down the card. And predict who we're going to win. There are some pretty good matches here, though, that I really want to see and see live. So, first and foremost, let's go with the cru- uh, the singles match for the cruiserweight championship: Tony Nese taking on Drew Gulak. So we seen Drew Gulak win that awesome triple threat match at Stomping Grounds. So, Quato, who do you have? Does Tony Nese get back his cruiserweight championship, or does Drew Gulak retain his cruiserweight championship? I want to ask you a couple questions. Maybe you get my answer for this. Isn't this his first title defense? Drew Gulak? Yeah. I mean, technically, yeah, but unless you want to count the Evolve show tonight. Nah, that don't count. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, where is he from again? Philly. Oh, that's wild. Where is Extreme Rules at? Philly. Alright, we're going to call Gulak for the win. <laughs> Just keep it going. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I mean, you know, sometimes people don't get put over in their hometown. Mm-mm. You're right. I've seen that happen to Bailey. <laughs> mm. Gulak is actually a strong heel on 205. They mm. just tra- transferred to him as a strong heel champion. I don't think they're really to bounce right back to Tony Nese. Cause just and, and this is not me watching a lot of two out five live. I have watched a couple episodes now. Mm-hmm. When Tony Nice was the champion, it's like you knew he was the champion, but he didn't. It, from me, my experience, I didn't see a strong presence from him as the cruiserweight champion. That don't make that don't means this is gonna be a bad match by far. I think this is gonna be a great match, mm-hmm. but I don't think Tony Nice is winning. Oh, no, I agree with you. I just want to hear your point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Drew Gulak for the win here. Awesome pre-show match because we got to get there early to see the pre-show. Because I'm right. you this is going to get the pre-show. Uh, all right. Mm-hmm. So now, which I mean, once again, it doesn't say pre-show yet, but I guarantee it's going to probably be on the pre-show. So let, let's mm-hmm. get through all the matches I don't care about. Mm-hmm. Tag mm-hmm. team match for the Raw Tag Championships, the Revival taking on... The Usos. You didn't have me. You didn't give me a chance to say player. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, player. Yeah. <laughs> I right now I I don't see why the Usos win here. 
I mean, I mean, I, I guess you can see it, but uh, you know what? Ain't this match on the pre-show? Cause this seems like pre-show fury right here. It could be. The it Uso's could... probably I mean, it, it's ten fucking <laughs> matches, so I mean, might as well. <coughs> so, right. If it's ten matches, they gotta be at least two on the pre-show. Yeah. And we so... know they they don't never let the, cru- the cruiserweight on the main card. Rarely. It don't look like it's gonna happen now. <laughs> so those seem like the two pre-show matches right there. <laughs> I agree. So. What we, I think what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to go with the Revival retaining their Raw Tattoo Championships. Honestly, I forgot they were champions. Mm. I'm, I'm not going to disagree with that. Mm-hmm. So who do you got, Quattro? Oh, I'm not going to disagree. Revival. Oh, Revival? I okay. I don't see a reason why the Usos are winning. Not And and, and that's just pure off basic storyline of where we're at right now. That whole Usi Hot thing was like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Are we still kind of living through that somehow? <laughs> I hope or th- not. Or was it really that they just look like, mm, they ain't defend their belts in a while? That's, that's basically what it is. <laughs> if, because if that's what it was, maybe these women tag team belts could have been defended eventually. Just saying. But okay. <laughs> I heard the rumor. Let's the rumor speak up. About the tag the women's tag teams and the reason why they are the way they are now is because the Bellas were supposed to come back and take them, and neither one of them I heard that are medically cleared to compete right now. Ah! So that's why the Iconics have them and they haven't done anything with them. Kabuki Warriors at SummerSlam. I'm just saying, but anyway, I digress. Uh, let's go on to the Triple Threat Tag Team Match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, which I think is going to be be actually pretty good. Daniel Bryan and Rowan. Taking on the New Day, Big E and Xavier Woods, and Heavy Machinery, Otis Ataki. <laughs> so they had a great triple threat match on SmackDown. If you guys did not see uh-huh. Xavier Woods, Daniel Bryan, and Otis, I think they all fit well. I see Big yeah, E. Otis won that, didn't he? Yeah, Otis won that. So Heavy Machinery's not winning tonight. So I have, <laughs> I have Dale Bryan and Eric Rowan. Or excuse me, just Rowan. Uh, no, is he something else now? He's rowing something. It's like Big Rowan or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. His, his, his name changes that nobody cares about. So I have Dan. I know Bryan. they pointed that out. Yeah. How many people you gonna follow? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I got Dan Bryan and Rowan win this matchup. What about you, Quadro? Uh, all right, all right. Uh, part of me wants to see the entire New Day as champions. Mm-hmm. So part of me wants the new day to win this. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I don't necessarily continue to see Daniel Bryan, Eric Rowan as a tag team. Mm-hmm. And also knowing this is heavy machinery going into like another title match back to back. Now with the option that somebody else can get them to win and new day doesn't have a problem lying on their back for people. Almost makes me really feel like Heavy Machinery is going to win this. I wouldn't be mad if Heavy Machinery does win. <laughs> Would you? I'm not a Heavy Machinery fan. I'm not. But it'd be different. And I'm okay with different. I'd rather see them than Daniel Bryan and Rowan at this point. I mean, I do understand uh-huh. that. I do understand that. Uh, <clears throat> then the last match I really don't give two shits about. Bailey versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross handicap match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. 
Why? First off, why is this not a triple threat match? Why if he is was Lex- gonna really make this count, could have made this a triple threat match. Why is Lexa Bliss in it? Can we please somebody please either tell her to sit down for a whole It's not year. her fault. No, it's- because she <laughs> something is up, okay? Mm. And it's something has been amiss with her ever since she got them implants and got injured. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I, and I hate to say it like that. I don't know what it is, but she can't seem to stay clear to wrestle. And they don't want to just say she's not clear to wrestle. So you come up with all these dumbass excuses. I just, I don't know, bro. Like, what was it this time? She got a sinus infection? She got a... The reason why... (laughs) No, seriously, the rumor is the handicap match uh, is supposed to happen because Nikki Cross supposed to take most of the heat because Alexa Bliss got a sinus infection. Sinus infection. Everything they keep coming up with every reason Where why she can't compete. Samoa Joe fought Bobby Lashley at Bound for Glory with the flu. And I'm quite sure, and I ain't gonna say that a sinus infection is not horrible, but I'm quite sure there are women on the card who wrestle on a cycle all the time. So you just right. not, I don't understand. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. It makes no sense. I mean, when you have. Oh, it's my my Alexis is a raw girl going against SmackDown, so obviously that this wild card thing is in effect. When you have a lot of other superstars qualified, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Ember Moon, Naomi, you have a lot of people that is qualified that you can build up for that spot against Bailey to start off something fresh. But we went right back to the well, and what happened last time? Bailey and Alexis had a match at Extreme Rules. Oh man, wasn't it a classic? Yeah. <laughs> the, the the worst match on probably worst match of the year the candlestick on a pole that only lasted so five bad. minutes and now once again Alexa Bliss when I when I when, when they did the beat the clock ch- uh, challenge on Raw and they said that the winner picks a stipulation for their match at Extreme Rules I automatically said it's gonna be a handicap match because she's not taking no bumps. Alexa Bliss is not taking no bumps. So with that being can said, we, can we go? To, can we touch on that for a second? Off the sheer fact that Sarah Logan came out to the Riot Squad theme with no Riot Squad, I'm confused. Yeah, I was like, oh wait, damn, you are here. I ain't seen Sarah Logan since when? Before WrestleMania? Oh no, no WrestleMania, because yep. she, she was the last after she got eliminated by uh, Carmella at the end. You know. I see it says. Uh-huh. So whatever. But 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 there you have it. So um I have Bailey easily retaining. You if you can't give the championship to somebody who can't bump. Yeah. Okay. That it's not going to bump. You shouldn't. It should bump, yeah. You, no no no. You shouldn't give the championship to yeah. somebody. You're right. But that doesn't mean they won't. What about you, Quadro? I mean, until they said that co-champion thing on SmackDown, I actually thought possibly that Nikki Cross would win, and Nikki Cross would like, like almost try to give the belt to Alexa, or like Alexa would take the belt from Nikki Cross and be happy. Then the ref would give it back to Nikki Cross, like, oh, actually, you're the champion. She didn't win. But since they said that co-champion thing. That plan went out the way completely, and the answer is Bailey retains, and then Nikki and Alexa break up. 
They should have been broke up. I'm confused. Uh, it's all right. What about co-champions? I haven't been watching Raw SmackDown. Oh, on, on SmackDown, Nikki Cross said at the contract signing that Alexa Bliss didn't sign the contract on, which don't make sense to stuff. that <laughs> when she and Alexa win, that they are going to call themselves the SmackDown Women's Co-Champions, and they will both defend the belt as needed. What have they done to Nikki Cross, man? Uh, they really have ruined her. Uh... Next, Alistair Black takes on Cesaro. Cesaro was the one that knocked on Alistair Black's door. So now we're getting the professional, the Swiss Superman taking on Alistair Black. This, if they get enough time, has potential to be a damn great match. Now, did you hear what the rumor idea is, though? That it's actually not going to be Cesaro, and this is just all a fake for somebody else. Now, who? That's unknown. But not Cesaro. Please not don't be Bray Wyatt. Please. On the table. But here's On the, the table. It, it, is, it, is, it, is it because I don't want to see Bray Wyatt? No, I want to see The Fiend. They haven't, people haven't realized they've been posting Easter eggs on Raw and SmackDown. They're, the puppets have been on Raw and SmackDown in the backstage areas. People haven't seen them. But if you look at the video, like when Colter Hawley broke it down and stuff like that, and WrestleMania. You can see the puppets back uh-huh. there, so they they they, they, they put uh-huh. Easter eggs in there, which is pretty cool. But um, it's just that when when the Fiend comes, the Fiend can't lose his first match. Bray Wyatt worked so hard to get that taste of the uh, Jim Jones out of him. Uh-huh. Now he needs a fresh start. This is his fresh start. But then this is supposed to be Alistair Black's first debut singles match. Let's forget all uh-huh. the tag team shit he did with Ricochet earlier this year. It's supposed to be the one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So he shouldn't lose neither. So then who wins? Right. That's why I don't want to be Bray Wyatt. At least as with Cesaro, Cesaro can give him a a, a four-star matchup. I'm not going to say five-star because they're not, they're, not, they're not giving him that much time. But get, have a four-star matchup, and Alistair Black will have a, a, a good victory on his hands. So I, that's why I would like it that way. So I have Alistair Black taking the win here what about you or do you I'm, think somebody's filling in I hope somebody don't fill in for all the reasons you said simply if it's Aleister Black's first match he kinda gotta win his first <coughs> match if yeah. Cesaro beats Aleister Black you kinda look at Aleister Black so all that stuff you've been talking for about the past two months what's the deal with that homie yeah. where do we go from here if Cesaro wins I need Alistair Black to truly attack Cesaro after this match. Mm. If that, if Cesaro wins, it's you know what you know. What, I'm gonna I'm gonna call the if Cesaro wins and Alistair Black beats the trash out of Cesaro afterwards. Weapons, tables, all that stuff. Cause it's like oh, all that smack you've been talking means nothing. So you got Cesaro winning. I'm a guy. Yeah, I'm gonna go against my normal thought. I'm gonna say Cesaro wins. It's not a bad pick. Uh, for the United States Championship, talk about another good one. Ricochet takes on AJ Styles in the rubber match. In the rubber match, they've been going in though. Yeah, so AJ 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 Full Hill now. Now, see, this is a match that I don't need a stipulation. I don't need a ladder. I don't need no disqualification because Ricochet alone is gonna pull all pull shit out his ass, and then. AJ Styles, yeah, I, I don't need that. I don't need that. So, that 
the, the first match they had on Raw was really good. The whole uh-huh. final forearm into the pin was great. The, the second match obviously was to build onto this rubber match. So this, if this, if they get fifteen plus minutes, this match is going to be good. This is Absolutely. It, this is going to get this is awesome chant. If it gets fifteen plus minutes, who comes away with the United States Championship? Start with you, Quadro. You know what's funny? I feel like this is one of the harder matches to call on the card. Fair. I feel like this match could go either way. If if AJ picked it up, then you enter an AJ ricochet, almost best of three pay-per-view type thing, you won't be mad at it. Mm-hmm. If ricochet wins, then it kind of ends. And then where, where are we doing with AJ Styles next? Send him back after the championship again? Mm-hmm. So close. I don't, I don't think that's real. So, in so just for sake of storyline continuing, I'm calling AJ. Mm. Now, even though the authorities said there are no automatic rematches, but when do they care about their rule anyway, right? I'm about to say, <clears throat> you couldn't see my face on the other side of this phone, but I just gave you a whole grizzly right now. Like, please. <laughs> <coughs> I mean, I'd say that's fair enough. So, I would have to agree, actually. I think AJ Styles gets the dirty victory here. Uh-huh. Or, Ricochet, uh, you know, I can't go against our judgment. You look strong on TV, you lose. I'm sorry. I got to stick with Ricochet. Because you, you, you sold me for a minute. You, I ain't going to lie to you. You sold me for a minute. But I think hey, that, they had a job on writer up there. I did apply. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, but the only thing is, I think there's another way you can further this to SummerSlam and get like a two out of three falls because they've been doing Ricochet dirty this whole week, and I'm like, he, he got to get he, he got to get his receipt. So I see AJ Styles foot being underneath the rope and Ricochet winning, or I see Anthony Gallows trying to get involved. Ricochet rolls him up. It, it's not going to be clean. He's not going to be AJ Styles clean. It's going to be right. dirty to help get to the. Uh, the whole thing of you didn't beat me one on one, which can lead to SummerSlam, like a two out of three falls matchup. So, which we don't get enough of today. So, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna stick with Ricochet. Uh, last man standing matchup: Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley. Now, I don't care. You know what? Man? You know what's funny? If you had told me about this match about two months ago, I agree with you. But dumb actually busting through the the whole uh, uh, ramp thing, uh, or the whole stage thing, I thought that was very entertaining. Uh-huh. And I don't know if people have really realized: is it just me, or is Bobby Lashley stronger than in a uh, Braun Strowman? Because Bobby be picking up Strowman with ease. And Strong be like he be being you know get a little you know a little difficult sometimes because Bobby putting him in the power slam and suplex and I'm like Bobby you strong as shit. I think Bobby's genuinely strong and Braun Strowman's just big. I agree with that. That, that, that could be a thing because I remember when uh, uh, Braun Strowman had trouble getting Samoa Joe up for the power slam, mm-hmm. but Bobby picks up jo- uh, uh, picks up. Um, Braun Strowman with ease in that power slam and a suplex. And I was like, 
That's a strong dude right there. I mean, he is the army, but you know, that's still a strong dude. So, who when I there is rumor that you know Strowman is nursing like a little bit of an injury. I have Bobby Lashley actually win this matchup. They're actually really? trying because they're booking him to look, look like an actual threat. Ever since you know he left for Leo, Leo Rush. he dropped Leo Rush. You know he, I, I wish Leo Rush would come back though. But no, you wish Leo Rush would shut his mouth. I agree. <laughs> uh, ever since that, they've been trying to make Bobby Lashley. They took the headband off of him. This ain't a Nike commercial. <laughs> this you know, man. and they, uh, headband head. was drawn. So they, he, he went back to the old Bobby. It's kind of like when they made Ezekiel Jackson grow hair. I was like, what? Ha- why would you do that? He looks so unintimidating now. So they took the headband off him. He, you know, he's been more of a, been treated like a threat. He just, uh, dominated Rey Mysterio on Raw. It was really going to throw him through the stage, so he looked he looked very strong. And like I said, if the the rumor of Strowman nursing an injury is true, he's going to need time off. So I think that uh, after Strowman busted Bobby through the, the fucking stage, and he came back the next week where Strowman did not, they got him looking strong. I got Bobby winning this match. I actually think it's a swerve for Brian to come out and Brian to go over in this match. Reason peeing? Because <laughs> Bobby doesn't never really get that finisher. I mean, finisher. Like, he never gets that, that moment. And I don't see him still having that moment yet either. I see the winner of this match still being Brian. Then I don't know what they do with Brian after, but that's how I see this going. But, peep this. Braun is a Vince McMahon project. I see Heyman going behind Lashley. Oh. I'm just saying. If you're if you're going by a wrestling mind, you know, uh all the things that Strowman has been doing, he has destroyed Bobby and all that types of things. Arm wrestling, tug of war, he knocked him through the ramp. Why we we're doing these things? Who I don't understand why we're doing these things without it being legit. But Right. And don't get me wrong, Vince loves Lashley also, but I think if you book Lashley as this threat that can take out Strowman, you can have another contender for the Universal Championship other than Baron fucking Corbin. So if if you does need to stop being Baron Corbin, that is correct. Yeah. So if that needs to be over. If you're Heyman and you're trying to go head to head with Bischoff, you're gonna have to because Bischoff don't start till the 16th. He he made that clear. He He's said, like, don't blame this shit on me. Yeah, <laughs> so he made that clear. So uh, so if Heyman is trying to put his ideas in there, I think he'll get behind Lashley because Lashley is the better worker than Braun is. Lashley went to Impact and went to MMA, and he has gotten a shitload better than he was back 10 years ago. So he, he, <clears throat> he would be ideal to take on Seth Rollins next, but you got to build him up first, and you can really build him up by having him look very strong in this last man standing matchup. Just, I can totally see that. So that's what that's I feel why like I had Paul Heyman can work better with people who are good workers and just don't have a mouthpiece because he can he can finesse that for you. Exactly. I can't do nothing. Whereas if, if, if Braun wins, it's, it's like if Braun wins, he plateaus because because we've seen Braun in that Universal Championship picture before, and it has not worked out for him. So it's not gonna go bad. Right. So that's why I had Bobby win this one. 
Uh, it'll be interesting to see. <clears throat> I hope you're right. I hope I'm wrong. But I, I don't see it going that way. But I do like your idea better than mine. I got you. Uh, Kofi Kingston takes over Samoa Joe for the WWE Championship. Kofi can we, can told... we put that rumor out there about Kofi, though? Say what? Did, have you heard the rumor that Kofi's hurt? I did hear that. I see that. Now, that, that may play into it. Here, here's the thing. I will be honest with you. I never dreamed that Kofi Kingston was going to hold the title this damn long. Right. I can't get mad to take it off of him tonight. I can't. I mean, tomorrow. I can't get mad at that. Right. Uh, The issue is, though, if he held it this long, usually what happens is people win. If, if this wanted to be a one-time champion... They have the championship and they lose at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. SummerSlam's next month. He right. can just hold on to SummerSlam. If you're going to have him have, have it this long. Just hold on. Yeah. If you're going to have him hold it this long, then let it happen at SummerSlam then. So, uh-huh. because once again, it's the same song and dance. Samoa Joe has been in this uh, predicament with the championship already. And he's come up short. There's something Samoa Joe has done. To, to show me that he can win this matchup. Kofi told him that your ass is too big to play hide and seek, gave him the finger, and gave him a trouble in paradise. Now, Joe could look strong here and choke him out, but then once again, what's your rule for the wild card because Joe's a raw guy? I mean, also you want to put, you want to really put this in effect. How many times can we see Joe in this predicament and lose? It's starting to get real tired. No, it been time. If, if they didn't want to keep doing that, then they should have did it with uh, AJ Styles. But once again, it, it all depends. Does Bischoff want Joe as a champion? Uh-huh. And what, see, like, they have to establish, because even though people didn't really pay attention to it this week, this past week on Raw SmackDown, there weren't too many switchovers. Right. Because this shit got out of hand real quick. It went from four to like ten. <laughs> so it, it wasn't a wild card. It was just the rosters on. This is the roster they work at both here. shows. <laughs> right, but Joe at the end of the day is a raw guy. Like Alexa Bliss is a raw girl, and Kofi uh-huh. and them is on SmackDown. So if Joe wins the championship and stays on Raw, and then Seth Rollins or Baron Corbin wins, they everything is on Raw. So, what I think is Kofi finds a way to win against Samoa Joe. Whether it be a roll-up, whether it be a count-out, or whether it be a disqualification, or whether, I don't know, whatever the case may be, it's not going to be a clean win. I don't think the New Day comes in there, but it's not going to be a clean win. And then Joe takes the belt at SummerSlam. What do you think, Quattro? I agree. I agree with you that Kofi should hold on to SummerSlam, but I think a real predicament that will play into it. If Kofi is hurt, then I can see Joe walking out here with the belt. I can see them doing it as Samoa Joe puts Kofi to sleep. That and Not that he taps out. Not that he gets pinned. That his body gives up on him. Mm-hmm. And they pull, pull the trigger and put it on J- Joe. I mean... Let's not lie. If we're going to use how they did Bray Wyatt back in the day, they surely put the title on Bray Wyatt only for him to 
who's the at one of the big four, which was roughly a month later. I don't want Joe to get that treatment, but we can see that happening. If that happens, Kofi goes out, heals up, comes back at SummerSlam, and them have that real clinic match, and he goes over him at SummerSlam, it'd be a huge pop. So it almost looks probable that Joe could win here, only for Kofi to re-win at SummerSlam. If they do it that Gives way... Gives Kofi that time off. We gotta imagine, Kofi been working twice a week. He, every week. I, I know, it ain't his fault. It's, <laughs> it's, it ain't his fault. Hmm. But if he's actually hurt, right, working twice a week, every week, doing full matches, not sort of matches, he needs, he needs a time off. And you could give him this time off, let him heal up to come back. Yeah. And he still have the same, same stroke and power with the fans as he does now. Absolutely. You're right. So, you got Joe winning. I do got Joe winning. I want to say Joe. I just don't... If if Joe win, your prediction has to be right when it comes to SummerSlam because <laughs> you can't put two championships on, on the same show. Right. You're right. You're absolutely right. They, got, they just got to use for the midpoint for the time being. But for some reason, I I, I think Kofi going to just slide 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 a, a cheap one in this one. So I'm gonna stick with Kofi. Hey, if my WWE 2K19 is win is true, he wins with a Trouble in Paradise. I watched. I I did the match. I just want to see how it will look. Okay. Uh, a no holds barred tag team match. Somebody's going through the announcer table. The Undertaker and Roman Reigns. We run the shard. Versus Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. Oh, no, they're the graveyard dogs, I believe. That that sounds even worse. Is that is <laughs> that not the worst? I gotta name? find the shirt. They will gr- money grab anything. That's just oh that's wait. Just bad. You want Mister Andy to pick you up a shirt tomorrow night? I heard. Oh no, thank you. We don't know. This shirt is going to have the same shelf life as the Y two AJ shirt. You know, somebody got that shirt somewhere, and I'm like, I would, I wouldn't know if you still got it. I, I, I would love to have it. <laughs> right, right. So this might be that. You know, like you might want to buy this shirt for collective reasons because it's gonna be gone after SummerSlam. Yes, it is the graveyard. <laughs> we won this yard. Graveyard dogs. That there is two dogs. One has uh, the Undertaker symbol, and the other has Roman Reigns symbol. Oh Lord! So one has a cross and one has a spider. <laughs> I, I just, I don't. Uh, what it? Okay. I don't know. Y'all keep going. Y'all so Andre comes, <laughs> comes back for no reason at all, and then gives an explanation of no reason at all neither, which I really want this dead man gimmick to be done. It can't be that he got he need money. I, I, no, what is the problem? He's here? embarrassed. He wants to make. Uh, yep. Do the rights for what happened with Goldberg and Batista told had an interview said that I told him not to do it. Uh, Goldberg yep. just came out and said that he tried to call him and was like, "Can I change your mind?" <laughs> we shouldn't be doing this. So now he looks super dumb. Wait, wait. Goldberg called. Goldberg. Uh, now, wow. I now I gotta go find it. Hey, y'all want to get Goldberg's ass? Y'all want to get Goldberg's ass? Matt Riddle? Y'all want to get Goldberg's ass? And- <laughs> And Undertaker can't. That was serious right there. Right, right. Shade, that was a whole shadow. I'm just saying. Coming at my man Goldberg like that, man. I don't understand what's wrong with y'all. 
Well, in, in the meantime... Uh, While I'm looking for this nonsense, yeah. why did I just scroll past the video of Stephanie McMahon flossing? Lord Jesus, go ahead. I saw that too on Instagram. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Some yeah. challenge. Some uh, dance for a challenge to save cancer. I'm not even joking. If, That's if, what it really if is. If you want to save cancer, you better do some of them OJ steps. Stop it. You better stop it. The step out challenge for cancer? Stop yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, so who's up? Quattro. And what we spot are we going to see? Alright, so Shane's going through something. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well count it now. Shane is going through something. Drew McIntyre is taking the loss for the tombstone. That's how this is going down. Drew McIntyre is taking the L with a tombstone. Because somebody's getting tombstone before this match is over. There is a rumor. There is a rumor that Taker and Drew are set for SummerSlam. All right, that's my fault. Never mind. I, I, I heard a different rumor oh. that hey, even that mm. after Roman and Undertaker wins, Undertaker puts down Roman under the guys that I want the guy that truly beat me at Undertaker. I mean at um WrestleMania, and it's Roman versus Undertaker at SummerSlam. Can we please stop just with the Undertaker that match matches. wasn't good then? Why would it be good <laughs> a year and a half later? No, excuse me, I'm lying. If the match wasn't good two years ago, why would it be good two and a half years later? Hello? I, I don't know. How, what you want me to say? I don't know how I'm supposed to answer that. <laughs> I want you to think better. That's why. I, I'm I, telling, you what, telling you what the rumor is. That is what the rumor is. Do, I, look, I heard <laughs> the rumor for it being... Coming up with anything. I heard the rumor of it being McIntyre and Undertaker. Because McIntyre uh-huh. has to work with Undertaker to try to get him back in shape. So no, I figured... for what? You know what? <laughs> Let that you know what? Let's just say this. He's at home and be left alone. You know what? They Let's probably agree to this. They probably let's wanna... agree to this. Okay, let's agree. No matter no no matter what, Undertaker's not done. I told you that two years ago. <laughs> why did you put the my man, why did you go through all the struggle with the hat and the ring and the you ain't have to do all of that? He needed a new hat and jacket. He did he did not. He did not. Cause I was like, you know what, I could at least excuse this if he was biker undertaker. If he was American badass Undertaker right now, and not the dead man, I could probably excuse this shit. But I can't now. And you know, and then so for You're the fucking up your legacy, bro. Yeah, he is. And, and first off, for, for for people out there, um, it wasn't Goldberg. Like I said, it was Batista. It was Batista. You right. That it said, bruh, don't do this shit. You right. You was right. <laughs> I misread it. Because if that had really happened, bruh, I'd have been like, you should just leave. Still coming at Goldberg, Goldberg wrong, though, I'm saying. But uh, this is him just saying, look, I don't want that match to be my last match. I want it to be the taste of my mouth. So let me uh, do, you know, do, uh, do it here. Whatever the case may be. I just don't understand. Because it, it doesn't make any sense. Because They're trying to sell tickets as well. That's why. No, I'm aware. But it's like he laid you out at WrestleMania. For right. what reason would you ever come back? And ha- All right. So here's what here's what happened. Shane's going to hit that with a table, a, a elbow through the announce table. I thought she was. Gonna That's going to take Taker out for at least fifteen minutes. <laughs> I thought she was going to say it <laughs> to me with. 
Yeah, no, he don't get it close to Midwest. No, so he's they're going to. Can we let Undertaker take one claim more? I know it ain't happening. Hell can no, we? not after he uh did seventy five like that on uh what was that Raw? What? When he when they had their uh match was that Raw SmackDown? I can't. I, Who had the match? Saying it was a uh, Roman and the mystery partner. That was Raw, right? That was SmackDown. That was SmackDown. That was Raw. Oh no, no that was Raw. That was Raw. I thought that was oh, Raw. You're right, Gary the Goat Garbutt. Yes. And yeah, then, that turned out to be Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah, Alexander. Alexander. Cedric ain't springboarding. The way he kicked uh, Cedric Alexander, he can't oh. kick. He'll he'll kill Undertaker. Like literally, they wanted to bring somebody in to resuscitate him in the ring. No. <laughs> Damn man, gonna be dead. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I I see them taking Undertaker out early. Because oh, yeah. it's a no holds bar match. You're not going to tag in and out for a no holds bar match. You're just not going to do it. Shane, you're going to. First of all, it's going to be 20 minutes, way too much time. So yep. Shane's going to hit that elbow through the announce table. Then they're going to work on Roman. And then after that, Roman's going to probably spear McIntyre through the barricade. And then we're going to get a one on one Shane and Roman type of thing. And then uh, I see Roman, I don't know, throwing Shane through something. And then Undertaker sits up. I see. Uh, I see Shane going for a coast to coast, and it gets turned into a spear. A coast to Midwest, sir. <laughs> I'll be quiet. Because <laughs> he ain't going from one end to the other no more. No, he's not. So, uh, with that being said, I have the Undertaker Roman Reigns winning here. Yes. Yes. I don't think there's any dispute that Roman Reigns and Undertaker are going to win here. Look, Shane just won about three in a row. Look, good for him. Take this L and get off TV for a little bit. Not happening. So, it's not happening. So I know. Look, I need him to get off TV for a little bit. I think we're going to get this the Drew McIntyre-Undertaker match at SummerSlam. And I think Drew McIntyre wins at SummerSlam. But in the meantime, yeah, uh, Undertaker and Roman are winning here. How about how about a random interference from KO to Shane? Can we get a random something's going on? He just comes in and stunner Shane oh, and just that gets be, out. Yeah, that, that'll be kind of cool too. Yes, lovely. It's no holds bar. It's going to be overbooked. It's no holds bar. Yep, I can see somehow Undertaker's down for a certain amount of time. Shane celebrating. He's about to go for something crazy, and KO just comes in, mess it up. Undertaker sits up. I'm good again. <laughs> there you have it. Uh, then we have the main event, which, God. This is going to, I wouldn't think Undertaker's going to be the main event, but... Um, mm. Nope. Mm. I don't think so. We got a, extru- a, a last chance winner take all mixed tag team extreme rules match. Whoo! None of this makes sense. Everybody's leaving so they can get to their car first. <laughs> Look, can I say, I didn't understand the mixed tag team elimination match. Which made no sense to me at all. It don't add up. You know what really didn't matter? When Becky was still on the side of the ring, I'm like, well, she's not eliminated. But she can only fight Zelina Vega. So what is she going to do? I didn't understand that then. I don't understand this now. I'm going to say this. Because... I really feel strongly about this. I've never, I've never been a really been a fan of intergender wrestling, 
Lucha Underground really brought it to the scene at first. But then when I seen Tessa Blanchard versus Sammy Callahan at Slammiversary, I'm not mad at it too much. If it's booked right and, you know, like the woman almost said that she got a fighting chance, I'm with it. But I am uh-huh. I don't want to see Mickey James versus Bobby Lashley. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't want to see Oscar versus Brock Lesnar. Like, like that's not fair to me. But if you want to do... You don't want to see Liv Morgan versus Braun Strowman? No. <laughs> but, if, but I'm just saying, but if I was to see somebody like... Hear me out. If I was to see somebody like Charlotte versus Andrade, I can see that. That might actually work. Their style If I see Cedric versus Sasha, I can see that. But I'm not really into the intergender matches. So here's my here's the thing. Now the reason why I think this is going to be a bad idea, which I think you can agree with, if it's an Extreme Rules match, right? Winner take all. That means I got to see Becky Lynch and Lacey Evans fight the whole match. That means uh-huh. I got to see Seth and Baron fight the whole match. It will be it, now if they want to, you know, go off the rails a little bit. Like maybe Lacey gives the woman's right to Seth Rollins, but it ain't like he gonna give he gonna curb stopper. You know, uh-huh. it ain't like Barry Corbin going to give uh, Becky Lynch the deep six or the end of days. Right. Right. Which I think, which unfortunately, which I think will bring more drama into the matchup. That, know what? I think that has to happen. That, it, it has Someone to happen. Has to, has to take that big move at this. I can see Becky taking a deep six. Something like that has to happen. I don't see Seth curve stopping Lacey. I don't see that. I can see Baron giving Becky a deep six. This match needs that. It. Thank you. Because even the extreme rules thing does not say does not save it at all. It needs right. to, it needs to be something where these these four people have to interact with each other because it's right. going to get boring like, watching Lacey and Becky fight extreme rules style for like twenty minutes. Look, even on a small level, I need, and I feel like it makes a more impact of a male to female attack than a female to male attack. Like if Becky attacks Drew, I mean attacks um Baron with a chair, they be like, "Oh, Becky's attacking Baron! Becky's attacking Baron!" But if Baron attacks Becky, everybody goes, "Oh!" And I feel like it needs that "oh" moment. You know what I'm saying? It does. Or Becky needs to be chasing Lacey Evans, and she runs into a deep six. Right. And then when she runs into a deep six, like, oh, my God. And then Lacey comes in to pin her. And then, you know, several because it, it, it can build a lot of drama. Uh-huh. I mean, I would like that. Will it happen? No. But, or, 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 or like, if, if Seth Rollins was giving Baron Corbin a, a frog splash and Lacey got the frog splash, you know, it needs to do, have that in this matchup to be good. Well, let me add this. If we want to think about it, let's have hope for it as a small possibility. Remember Nia Jax at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. She did. She did take a nice super kick, uh, which I think it was from Seth Rollins. No, it was from Dolph Ziggler. 
It was from Dolph. Okay. Uh-huh. But I, re- I remember that moment that she kept getting attacked. So it can happen. She got the super it's kick. It's just not likely. She got the super kick, but who, who, who gave her the big move? Randy Orton. Randy Orton's Randy Orton's a big company man. You, you mean Randy Orton can get away with that shit? I don't know if Baron Corbin himself can get away with that shit. So I don't know here, but there's no way Corbin and them is winning if they care about us, Paul, at all. So I'm gonna go with uh-huh. Seth Rollins and Lacey Evans, but I don't think it's gonna be the main event because I don't think. Uh, Becky Lynch. I'm sorry. I heard that too. I, 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 was, I, I was a little confused. I was like, "How did how did uh, explain that finish to me?" <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's who I got. Oh, yeah. So I mean, do, do you agree? Uh, hand, hand, um, hands down. I'm on the same page. I see Seth and Becky going over because I think it's all agreeable. We want Lacey Becky to end, and we want Baron Seth to end. And if Baron and Lacey win, it don't end. And I'm and I don't think anybody's okay with that right now. No, we're not. I know I'm not. Now let me just let, let me ask a couple obvious questions about Extreme Rules. Do you see Sasha Banks return? I can see Sasha Banks returning in the in the Bailey match. I can see that too. Another question: Does Brock cash in? We, I'm gonna ask it every month until the money in the bank gets cashed in. To well, be real with you. Paul Heyman <laughs> said it's not a prediction; it's a spoiler. But he's also inclined to lie, so he's trying to sell tickets. I don't. At first, I was like, he, he'll cash in on Kofi. That's how Kofi loses. But that means Brock goes over to SmackDown, and I don't think with Heyman running Wall, he's not going. Heyman ain't going to want Bischoff in control of Lesnar. Agreed, and I think that's the problem there. Huh? What'd you say, Quadro? Agreed, and I think that's the problem there. Unless you swap the titles. Yeah. So unless it, unless you swap the title, but you, you got you got the red belt on a blue show. It makes no sense. So especially with Fox come up, they're, they're not going to do it. They're going to keep it with the regular title. I can see him cashing in on Seth, but once again, I don't need Brock as the champion unless you want Seth to look strong. Have Seth beat Brock. And it's cashed in? Yeah. Or, or, you know what? This is how you get your spot of a company guy that can hurt a woman. Have Brock cash in. Have Becky come in to try to take out Brock. And Brock F5 to trash out of Becky. Match gets thrown out. So the match gets thrown out. He loses his money in the bank contract. Seth is still champion. Becky gets destroyed by a man. That would line up everything that we're asking for. The I'm man, not gonna lie to you. I honestly thought that same thing. I mean, that that be the, the man gets destroyed by the beast. So, uh, yep, that would be cool as long as Becky celebrate. If I was but, her, I'd be like, I'm gonna have faith in her that she can. Because <laughs> uh, the, the past couple of times Be- Becky has got big moves, I'm like, um, you gotta do a little bit better selling that sweetheart. But hey. So that is what we have here for Extreme Rules Predictions. So once again, it's going to be tomorrow night. We're going to be there live. And then so I'll give you our review. It'll probably come out Monday, maybe Monday night before Raw. It'll probably come out because we're not going to be recorded Sunday night. So we'll probably record Monday morning. Um. So tonight, though, we're going to, which actually I wasn't even supposed to be going. So to be honest with you. But you know our friend Chubbs has to talk, talk everybody in there. 
So I was like, "Thank you, Chubbs. He, because of you, we're all going." He said, "Because of me or him?" Chubbs. He just said, "Because oh. of Chubbs. Because yeah. of Chubbs. Because without Chubbs, I wasn't going." Yeah. Well, 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 there you go. Exactly. So we're all going, and it's Evolve One Thirty One, which is known as Evolve's tenth anniversary celebration. It's going to be at the Twenty Three Hundred Arena, and it's going to be actually first time ever live streamed for the WWE Network. I can't believe that shit. Uh, it's going. That's what I said earlier. <laughs> I was what? <laughs> so. It's actually pretty surprising. So, just joining, you know, say, uh, you know, kind of a little weird transition right here. The indie darling himself. We 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 <laughs> was just talking about him on this podcast, wasn't we? Yep, talking talk about all we types. Of, was. Yeah, talking all types of shit. So maybe he'll actually go listen to see what we said. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, joining. Is the overweight love of the house, Chubbs? Hey, what's up? I know it's been a while, but I'm I'm gonna put it down today. Okay. Been a while? A <laughs> while? <laughs> Listen, before I, I was, before I got pregnant, I went through a whole pregnancy, had a baby. She is a month and a half old. I seen her when she was born. And he still <laughs> hadn't been on for months before that. He talked about oh, the pocket. Oh, the pocket. Oh yeah. He said, "I've been here." I think Jinder Mahal was champ. <laughs> 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 oh, wow, that might be. <laughs> mm. Wow. Well, we have um, this Evolve uh, show going, that we're going here tonight in the in the old 2300 arena, the old ECW arena being live streamed. Trust me, this will be the first, last, and only time the WWE Network is going live stream the 2300 arena. Paul Heyman is somewhere shedding a silent thug tear right now. Paul Heyman probably look at it like, wait, this ain't what I remember. I don't even know if they, WWE has sh- put any f- cameras no. in that building since they remodeled that building. That's why no. I said. No. No. So I am hella curious to see, because that means we're going to be on the hard camp side. Mm. Mm. We, we, we're going to be seen. We're going to be seen? Mm. You should, uh, Man, look, it's going it's to be, I think oh, so. Oh, wow. We're <laughs> going to be on the network, guys. We, we're going to be up there, up there with kids. Oh, Wow. We're going to be up there with Q. Isn't that something? But I don't know if that changes the card, though. So, we got nine matches scheduled. And trust me, this is what I'm going to need Chubbs for because I don't know some of these people. So, let's get on to it of the things I see going down. Uh, we have a singles match here. Brandy Lauren taking on Shazi Blackheart. That's new. I don't know. I'm not, I, there's a couple people there that I'm not too familiar with. Um, and you just named two of them, obviously. Yeah, yeah you just named two of them, you know. It's... Brand, I, I, first, I saw Brandy. I was like, well, it ain't Brandy Rose, though. That's AEW right there. Yeah. So, I don't know what's going on with that matchup. So, we got a singles match for that. That should probably be interesting. Uh, Eddie Kingston. My man, Eddie Kingston. The man that gets kicked out of every wrestling organization. <laughs> is uh, coming back and teaming with... Joe Gacy. Gacy versus A.R. Fox mm-hmm. and Leon Ruff, mm-hmm. which sounds like a terrible Kenny Gamble Leon Huff thing. It does. You know who A.R. Fox is, right? That's um from Lucha Underground. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be a tag team match for the Evolved Tag Team Championships. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be That's biased it. here and going with Eddie <laughs> Kingston because I love Eddie Kingston. 
He's such a dick. I, I think they might let him keep it. About, I mean, I think that they're going to let Eddie Kingston and Joe Gacy. Because yeah. what was Eddie Kingston doing? He, he he had something good. He went to Impact. They became the, uh, what, what was With it? The, the white, white gloves and the mask. The and DCC, what was it called? Something so like the that. Dead, yeah. Storm and Bram. Yeah, yeah, and they ruined that shit. So, Eddie Kingston has been, <laughs> he just been, uh, he, he just been floating in limbo. He will never come to NXT. So. He tried out. He, he yeah, won't like it. He, no, he won't because because too tri- much tri- tri- all that gut. <laughs> he wasn't moving like Cash as older was. The back uh, fist of the future. <laughs> yeah. So now, uh, so I, I got I got uh, kicks. To, do, do you have any predictions for that quattro? No, I don't. I'm just, I'm just. I look, I'm a bandwagon ride on that one, and just roll with Eddie Kingston because I know, I know of him. <laughs> look. Joe Gacy's name is in red at Wikipedia, so he is showing it. Yeah, but sure he is meant to be known. I was looking at the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> he's all right. You know, he does a lot of C. He's Yo. mainly CZW. He's been the CZW champ a couple times, you know. He's more of like the tri-state guy. Oh, God. See, see, the thing is, set. see you kill it with the CZW thing. Because CZW, you know. You, this you pretty know. much looks like a CZ, half CZW. Uh, well, I, I mean, well, uh, actually, maybe. Yeah, uh, if you look at it, you're like, uh... Uh, Kurt Stallion versus Sh- uh, Sean... Who? I don't want to butcher his name. Mulata? Butcher it! Sure! Versus Stephen Wolf versus Harlem Bravado. Why do I feel like there's going to be some stereotypical Bruh, characters? I, all I see form? is stereotype. Let's see. Harlem Bravado... The name alone, I'm going for Harlem Bravado. <laughs> <laughs> Please though, uh, I'm uh, I don't know who these guys are, but in a fatal four way matchup, why not? You know what? It's gonna be funny. This when Vince pushed the pause button. Yeah, and it starts going. Yeah, so showing uh extreme rules. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, hype videos. It's, <laughs> like, it's like I can tell you, Vince right now is probably going to. I don't know. Record like three of these matches on his network. No, he's probably only gonna record. It's gonna be like evolve highlights. Yeah. Be like everybody yeah. who's, right. who's in right. WWE. It's three matches. Exactly. Man. We all know we get one hour involved on the network, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, in a special challenge match, a singles match, we have uh, Kobe Corano versus Babatunde. Mm-hmm. Who? You named it right. Uh, th- Baba Tunde. I'm just saying because okay. uh, uh, mm-hmm. Dune. I heard the name before, but I heard the Baba Tunde name in something else other than wrestling. <laughs> so that's why. It, that's why I don't know who they. Uh, I ain't gonna hold you. You said that, and I thought of I love Lucy. I was like, no, that's Baba Lou. That <laughs> 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 ain't right. That, trust See, me, Baba Tunde used to be in NXT. He was one of those guys that didn't really get much TV time, like one or two matches. Okay. He's a bigger guy, you know. So Like like a Bull Dempsey big guy? Or is he smaller than No, that? like he's six eight. Six oh he's oh he's a tall, tall guy. Like wider, like a Scott Hall okay. kinda. Oh, okay. Yeah, the medium size mate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You can't be small with a name named Baba Tunde. Yeah. You can't be five three Baba Tunde. If you're five three, you're four hundred pounds. Like you gotta have yeah. something, some type of weight behind that. That's death. <laughs> that is a straight death. Being that small, that heavy. Uh, I'm gonna go with first of all for all those out there. 
Uh, I like I said, it's my first time being to an evolved show, so I don't really know the evolved people, or in the in my hate for CZW, I just don't know the people in there. So, for those li- for those out there listening who are really into the indies like that, who really know the names stuff like that, please forgive me. That's what I'm about to say right now. That's why Chubbs is here to help me out. So I'm just letting anybody know out there now. If I'm going, if I'm briskly going past all this, that is the reason why. Uh, Henry. Anthony Henry versus was it? Come on, Arthur Arturo. Arturo. Oh, oh, okay. Arturo. 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 I know, and that's what Kato does. That's my partner. Grudge match. <laughs> so I'm guessing this is, this is going to be the rubber match. So is there any backstory that I didn't know about this match? Uh, no, not really. Arturo Huas was in NXT also. Uh-huh. He does like a little bit of both. So mm. it's like he's a he's one of those bounce back. Remember when uh, Ciampa used to do the indies and pop up every now and then in NXT? Yeah. That's what he does. Now. Oh, okay. So I know I know Huas. I don't know Henry that well, but it's going to be a good one. Though. Uh. Am I gonna get a lot of kick back elbows like a dry to be doing? And no, Cedric, it's gonna be it's gonna be that's bring about a trademark right this there. Ma- this match, Anthony and who else is gonna be maybe seven eight minutes, like a quick barn burner and call it a day. Okay, winner take all for both the yep. uh the w the WWN championship. What's mm-hmm. WWN? WWN is like um they're like a dual corporation would evolve. So like New Japan and Ring of Honor. Okay. You know, they kind of had that dual thing where they, like, titles go back and forth or somebody could hold both and yeah. things like that. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Okay, good. I just looked it up and it got a picture of Keith Lee holding the belt. Yep. So. And Matt Riddle had it before, <coughs> too. Okay. And the Evolve Championship. J.D. Drake, which is the champion for WWN, mm-hmm. versus Austin Theory, yep. which is the champion for Evolve. Austin Theory sounds familiar. Let me look him up. Austin Theory, he's 21 years old. He's, he's really good. He, he wrestled... Other Evolve shows, Roderick Strong. He's that guy that whenever NXT guys go to wrestle in uh-huh. those Evolve shows, they wrestle him. Okay, because he even he got he okay. got he, he, he kind of got a built like Flip Gordon. Yeah, he's twenty one. He's young. He was trained by Ar Fox. Okay, uh, so so he he, he so has a future. He's gonna be an NXT. So he's like Evolve's gatekeeper guy. You know, like, like, like is that safe to say? He's like the he's like the face. He's kind of like um, how can I say? Huh? Like right now, he y'all didn't watch it evolve before, but let's say he yeah he's like a gatekeeper. You could say like okay, how can I say it? Not not a cheeseburger in Ring of Honor, but like a right. Right, what's his name? Uh, definitely definitely not an Arthur. Like a Silas Young. Okay, not no not an <laughs> Like somebody who's been there a while, but you know they have a name and it could go either way in a match. Uh huh. Okay. okay. So who do you have winning it for winning take all? I say Austin Theory is losing because he's gonna he's gonna go to NXT. You know he's gonna go to NXT. Yeah, he's going to NXT. No Ring of Honor. Who needs some tickets to? I watched a lot. Of, I, like, <laughs> I watched a lot of promos lately with Austin Theory, and he's been talking about how he's going to NXT. How he's gonna? Well, he's been saying I'm gonna be the NXT, the best NXT champ, the best world champ, just oh, all okay. of it. Like he's hyping himself up a lot, saying NXT. Okay, I'm about to say you know AEW there too. To say so you know. Yeah. You know. Um, uh, Singles match in the hold on, the future is now showcase match. 
Don't know what that is, but I'm guessing these are two young guys because what's worse than Raid and Wikipedia? Nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't. You can't. You can't. You can't highlight these guys' names. So it's Josh Briggs versus Anthony Green. I don't know who uh, Andy. Come on, Anthony. Office last name is Green, and that's my favorite color. That's that's my excuse, and that's how I'm riding. You, you know. sound like default names. It, it, it they do, don't it? <laughs> it does. Anthony Green <laughs> and Josh Briggs. His finisher is the pile driver. You know, it's just simple. <laughs> yeah. What's the dude from from 2K19 that that owns a show now and a promotion? You got to start there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, 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 Baron Blade. Yeah, yeah, sound like a bearing blade, boy. Yeah, he, 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 he wrestles for BCW. Anthony Green out of BCW. Yeah. That had a good ring to it. It did. <laughs> so, I'm going to go with Josh Briggs because people with Briggs, you know, like Nash Bridges. I don't know. What, man? Jackson Briggs. I'm Jackson sorry. Briggs, I'm hey. Sorry. Y'all don't say that word on this show, my bad. <laughs> so, I'm solid. Nash Bridges. <laughs> yeah, boss. First of all, I love Nash Bridges, by the way. I miss that show. Oh, my God. Stone Cold was the shit on Nash Bridges. First of all, side note, I had this, uh, it, I, I, I know she's not listening. In high school, I had this friend named Quintessa. What? <laughs> what? Doesn't that make you laugh? What? I had what? this friend named Quintessa, right? That's worse than our She loved two things in life. Prince and Nash Bridges. That's the two. <laughs> what? She so one day she didn't have a VCR at her house, mm-hmm. and she. Ah, and, sorry. And I know. Show my age, How right? Old are we, bro? So she had a VCR <laughs> at her house, and she said that because um, I had a doctor's appointment, and she says, "Yo, the Stone Cold uh, series of because he was on he was on multiple shows of Nash Bridges coming yeah. on. I want to see if I'm gonna be in school. Could you record it for me?" I record. I, I I was recording some bitch back in the day. So I recorded all the episodes of Nash Bridges, no commercials. You know, I, I like I like doing myself authentic, and gave her the tape. It only took up about about forty five minutes of the tape, and she just girled. I don't understood. I didn't understand how Nash Bridges. But hey, look. I feel like you, yo. I feel like you just lost three followers. It's all it's all good. Look, look. If they want to hear about this part, they got to listen to the full podcast anyway. So, uh, okay. Somebody comment their favorite Nash Bridge episode in the comments, please. This part, comment comment if you watched it all, because I'm curious. But go ahead. Ain't nothing wrong with Nash Bridges. It's right there next to in the heat of the night. Yo, great show. Why'd you start? We not. We, <laughs> yo, first of all, you're laughing because you know you, you know the title called "In the Heat." Yeah, as a shit. Anyway, back to the show. Back to sh- back to the evolved show. We, you should be arguing. We just seen the OJ's last night. I'm not okay. Go ahead. We in the Who same boat. Do, I'm pretty sure the OJ's in the in the hotel right now watching Heat of the Night. <laughs> they're watching the Heat of Night and Mash Bridges. Oh man, are they gonna go for the trio? Is it gonna be Murder She Wrote? You know damn well they're old. They watching Gunsmoke and Bonanza. Okay, okay. <laughs> they're watching Gunsmo
<laughs> Columbo. That's, oh, that was the other one, right? Yeah. Yo, my mom. Oh, stop him. Please, please <laughs> go back to Evolve before we start talking about Murphy Brown. Go ahead. <laughs> Murphy Brown. Don't no, 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 nobody watch <laughs> Murphy Brown's an I only Monday show. So, uh, moving on, we got a singles match. They call it the Catch Point Reunion match. Drew Gulen versus Matt Riddle. This should be good. This should yeah. be good. The new Cruiserweight champion, Drew Gulak, taking on Matt Riddle. And, uh... Oh, he had to work twice this weekend? Yeah. But he in Philly. Philly. So he, yeah, exactly. So, I did, you know, I, it's hard to pick one on this one. I say Riddle. You say Riddle? Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Riddle match. because I need Drew to win tomorrow night. No, he's losing to Tony Nese tomorrow. He's not losing to Premier Athlete. He's not losing both nights in a row. He's not, he's not doing that. I'm sorry. Because yeah. we, we did our extreme rules. I already said Tony Nese going to lose. They can't have Drew Gulak mm-hmm. losing Philly. Twice. Yes. You can't have a little try. Right. But I, I do I do agree that, uh, bro, it's going to. Can I catch a flip-flop? Do you think you think he'll flick him far enough that I catch a flip-flop? I hate you. We might have a chance. All you gotta do is punch a kid to get one. That's it. That's fine. Is this a kid? I'm gonna wait. You not punching no damn kid for? I, 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 hey, I, I, I caught a hat over some kid at, that John Cena threw in the audience. Yeah, you it did. It was going to him, and I feel like he took my arm out and caught it. Like, I have realized going to wrestle shows with you that you don't care. I paid money for this seat. I'm gonna get what I paid for. <laughs> I paid money for those. They seat. mama paid for those tickets. I paid for my hard earned uh, money. You damn right. But you know what? I realized the kid is what gets me anything. Because I definitely didn't get no Goldberg. He is she ain't getting no Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 on hey. my birthday. Hey, it's been the same kid. You know what? <laughs> it's the same birthday. kid every time. You know, it's, it's, it's fucked up. Because, you know, on her birthday, she didn't get Finn Balor. And when I went, I didn't get Goldberg. But I paid for them seats, too. Real shit. Yeah, you didn't get Goldberg. So ain't everybody going give a fuck about them kids. You don't give a fuck about Rudy. Excuse me. Chubbs. Chubbs. Hey, I didn't get anything when I... I look, I'm living it up. I work hard. You know what's real when you break character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like them kids. So, I'm going with Matt Riddle. What are you going with? I'm going with Matt Riddle. Like I said, I need Matt Riddle to win tonight so Drew can win tomorrow night. This match is going like 15-20. Oh, yeah. It, it got it's going to get time. It's gonna get yeah, because it's going to the network. They're skipping. And main That's event time. That's going to show. <laughs> no, because they don't show the main event of the new NXT champion, Adam Cole, mm-hmm. baby, baby, taking on Akira Tozawa. Now, a lot of people may say, why Akira Tozawa? Because Akira Tozawa really is good. Mm-hmm. Two of five lighters don't do him no justice. So, right. th- this should really be an awesome uh, matchup. Maybe this man, he'll have a chance. And he was the face of Evolve and Dragon Gate at the time. So, it's like the 10-year anniversary. They had to... Yeah, do something. Mm-hmm. I just want to see some snap German suplexes. That's what I want to see. Because he don't do them no more. Mm-mm. In the indie matches, he could probably do. And yeah. It's on the network, so they're going right. to try to get people to not watch AEW. Uh-huh, watch exactly. Like, Ooh, I got to see. Exactly. So, who, who do we have uh, winning this match here? I'm, you know, I'm going to go out on the limb. I'm going to say Akira Tazawa. I, I say Adam Cole because Gargano's going to run in. We actually going to do angles on the show, you think? I could, I no, think seriously. So. I'm, I'm I think right. so. Gargano's going to be there. He is? So why is he just signing autographs? True. Well, I'll be he chopped. was the face of Evolve. He was. I'm not going to lie. Uh-huh. I don't know. Oh, you know, it could because they all got they got storyline going on right now. Mm-hmm. But the chopper there, too. Chopper's... Is he? Yeah, he's gonna be here too. He just signed autographs? Yep. Yeah, he's... Because he's like hurt, hurt still, yeah, right? Yeah, he ain't... 
he might be on like commentary. Mm. Oh, yeah, maybe. They gotta have somebody or, you know. Yeah, they might have one of them on commentary. Well, also, we also got happening the same night, <laughs> the same time. We all the way up here in Philly, but all the way down in Jacksonville, Florida, mm-hmm. we have AEW Fight for the Fallen. Now, this is a charity event. <laughs> What? Did I say it wrong? No, WWE is so wrong. Oh, oh. <laughs> Everybody be talking about how how petty Fifty Cent is. Vince McMahon. Now, this is a this is a charity show. Now, peep this. This is a charity show uh-huh. that uh, the proceeds, the money they make from this show, will be donated to victims of gun violence. One hundred percent of the money. Yes. All of it. So they are noticing that there are too many gun violence. You know, what I'm saying victims out there mm-hmm. and. People have ripped away from their family. So this is what this show is for. That's why you're fighting for the fall. Uh, and the best thing W got to do is not send them a check to help. It's to say, you know what? Let's turn Evolve that's in that dingy 2300 <laughs> arena and put it on the WWE Network so people can watch. Can I just say? Instead of watching it. I feel like... Nah, that's what I call a shoot. It's going to backfire on them. I feel backfire? Like, I feel like they... People I feel like just, they think that it's gonna it's gonna deter people from watching AEW. I'm never gonna watch both. They're gonna watch either both, or they're just gonna watch AEW. Because if you really want to watch it, you can watch these guys. Honestly, no. Honestly, well, it's on the network. So I'm they, saying they can watch the AEW pay per view and then go back later. I can watch AEW and then go watch it later. Or they can watch the highlights on YouTube. But here's the thing, though. If I, I, you still gotta pay for AEW, so it's like. But still, I'll pay for it and, and let them let that go to let that go to gun violence. They go to charity, yeah. Exactly, yeah. it's going to charity. Yeah. I'm already paying y'all ten ninety nine. I mean, not ten. Sorry, nine ninety nine a month for the network. Uh, Please. So they later. they have a match card, which, which is pretty good. With with more indie guys, I do know. Yeah. Uh, with uh, three pre show matches, hey. and uh, so and then after this one, it's all out. I can't wait to all out. That's going to be there. August. Thirty first, right? Yeah, that Chubb's hosting a party that day, so make sure y'all. Um, we all party. Got. Oh, that's right. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we go. We go be at the casino. You we know what I'm saying? No, I so, thought you was talking about we. We he's hosting a party at somebody else's house. Isn't that what's happening? Yes. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, I ain't coming God. to my house. <laughs> so that's where I'm going to be at watching. Uh, let me see. I should probably bring the baby too, shouldn't I? Uh, yeah, because I'd like to see it. Uh, yeah. So, right now, here's what we have the car going on. Let's, let's go over the pre-show matches. Uh, Britt Baker mm-hmm. and, uh, was it, Rio uh-huh. versus Brie... Uh, help me pronounce her name. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I don't know how to pronounce her name. I can't see. I, I, can't. I know. Let me see. Uh, no, no, I'm trying. Well, I'm not going to turn this away while I'm recording. Uh-huh. But I just look at the card. It's P-R-I-E-S-T-L-E-Y. P R I S T. Presley. 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 Like Elvis Presley. Yeah, Presley. 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 Okay. And Sako Nakajama. Oh, it's Presley, you guys. Presley. Presley. You're a woman. We're men. We don't. You know, we're not smarter than you are. Last name is Presley. Go ahead. Who's the actor? Somebody's last name is Presley. I've seen it before. Go ahead. Uh. So that's going to be a tag team matchup. I'm a fan of Britt Baker. So I have uh-huh. uh, the team of Britt Baker winning that matchup off of biases alone. 
Yeah. I, I would yeah. agree, yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Uh, no arguing. A, a three-way tag team match to advance to All Out for yep. opportunity at a first-round bye in the AEW Women, no, sorry, AEW World Tag Team Championship Tournament. Mm-hmm. So the Dark Order versus what's this? Angelico. Oh my God! And Jack Evans versus Jungle Boy and, and Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus. First off, by bias this alone, you no Angelico. He uh, got the go. Yeah. Has anybody seen Angelico before? Mm-hmm. I know you have. I have not. Lucha no, Underground not. season one is the birth of Angelico. He was part of that uh, three man team with Son of Havoc and um, was Evilise. I think it was. Uh, Yo, the shit he can do, and he's so damn long. They call him the gazelle. Did he jump off the roof? Like, he jumped, jumped off like the. He the jumped thing. off the roof, cleared the crowd into the ring twice. He did the cross by the first time, yeah. and the second one he did a front drop kick to knock somebody off the ladder. I'm no, look. You have <laughs> to look at this guy's YouTube clips. This man's crazy. And now <laughs> since he's part of AEW, I want and Helico and Jack Evans to win, hands down. What about you, Chubbs? And you know, what? I think I want them to win this first round, but I think it might go to Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. I don't like the Luchasaurus. I, I, I actually like want to win it all. Yeah. Off, they might get past off my the House of Hardcore experience. Would you say Quadro? I want to go with Luchasaurus off my House of Hardcore, my House of Hardcore experiences. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't like his name. Uh, in the last pre-show match we have. Sonny Kiss versus uh, Peter Avant mm-hmm. with Levy Bates. Yep. So the librarian. The li- I hate that gimmick. It's so terrible. <laughs> That's one of the worst things AEW was. I was like, y- can y'all not green light this shit? Like, please. The li- the librarian thing when it was her versus mm-hmm. um, oh, oh at, at Fighter Fest. Ah, uh, yeah. I, forgot, I, I watched I, that too. Yeah, I forgot what the name was, but so uh, actually I have. Sunny Kiss winning the match. I do too. I have Sunny Kiss winning. Yeah, so, you know. Uh, uh-huh. uh, actually, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he's actually pretty good. No, he is. Do, the character is going to push, but still, he's still a Does talent. he want to be known as a heater? I don't, I don't disrespect him. As a heel? Him. No, he, a he. he. Oh, he. Like, is that his pronoun? I believe so. Yeah. Okay, so I want to make sure because, you know. Yeah, no, he, it's a, he goes by he. Okay. Uh, I, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. As soon as you said that, that clicked in my head. I was like, I know that person now. Oh, um, now we're going on to the main card. What a, what a hell of a pre-show. Uh, tag team oh, matchup. Oh, pre-show? That's yeah. a pre-show, oh. man. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Hell of a pre-show. Uh, SoCal Uncensored. I love these guys there. Especially because Scorpio Sky. Yeah, I hated Kazarian. I, 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 I hated Kazarian for, for a minute. I was just like, bro, are you sick? Are you doing all this weight and shit? I was just like, but you know what? He's, he's growing on me. But I, I will never not like Christopher Dales. So, uh, an angel, yeah, SoCal Uncensored, Frank, Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky with Christopher Daniels taking on the Lucha Brothers. That's going to be good. Pentagon Jr. Oh, and wow, Ray that's Phoenix. that's going to be a great match. That's going to be good. So, I, I, deep down inside, I kind of want Christopher Daniels being there, but I know he's old. He's like 50. Mm-hmm. So, uh, other than the BME, he didn't get much anything, but that should be pretty Even good. Even at 50. He can still perform. Yeah, man. but when you're going up against the Lucha Brothers, yeah, you seen that you see that match with the fucking uh 
with um the with the young bucks yeah. if I, god yeah that was that was insane yo I, you can't even you, it was you just watch a lot the lucha it brothers was. against lax at tna uh, i seen all that shit that, but L, the new lax yeah, yeah new LAX, exactly yeah. so i have actually since there's nothing on the line here i have the lucha brothers winning yeah. here uh scorpio skies will sell the fuck out of a package power driver mm-hmm. so i can't wait to see that so uh how about you quadro I mean, I'm going to go SoCal. Not that, like, the Lucha Brothers are bad, because that's not it at all, but I'm just going to believe that somehow SoCal is such a good pull something I think, out. I think the Lucha Brothers is going to win. Uh, Pentagon and uh, Ray Phoenix lost their last three AEW matches. Damn. So oh, gonna, wow. They lost the last one. Uh, he lost against um, Kenny Omega. Well, yeah. that was all in. Um, then the last pay-per-view, who did he lose to? Well, they lost to the Elite at Fighter Fest. Yeah, they lost to the Elite yeah. at uh-huh. Fighter Fest. Yeah. And then they also, um, Ray Phoenix lost that three-on-three match, too. So it's like, I, okay. I think they're going to give him this win. I, it's going to be good, though. Uh, Six-man yeah. tag team matchup. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Havoc. Is that Son of Havoc? No, Jimmy Havoc is that <laughs> skinny, hardcore dude from Progress. He's like, you're, he's like English. He got the little comb over hair. Oh, real okay. creepy. Looks uh-huh. like he's should be in a Tim Burton movie. Jesus Christ. Hold on. Like he should be Is that the same one that went against Cody Rose at Fighter Fest? No, I mean it's Darby Allen. Darby Allen. Yeah, he's great. Uh Jimmy until you until you do the damn coffin job, that's just scared the shit out of me. But uh Jimmy Havoc but Darby Allen's in this too. Yeah. And Joey Janella <laughs> taking on MGF. Uh-huh. Uh Sean Sp- <laughs> Sean Spears. And then uh Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara, that's that, like, that's that Mexican, the, like the little Mexican champion that, from uh, Double or Nothing that did all those. Oh, okay, yeah. that should be a good six man tag match. I say Jimmy Havoc and what's it called? And Joey Janela is gonna take a huge bump off something. Uh, so will Darby Allen. Yeah, this man did a free fall. Yeah, okay. This man did a free fall <laughs> cough drop on the apron. Are you serious? And just ate it. Just yeah, that was scary. Wow. Uh, MGF, great talker, yeah, but you, you got Sean Spears on your team, so. Oh, oh. He gets out of nowhere. Yeah, uh, they're no. gonna give it to they're gonna give it to MJF and. You ain't never like the perfect one. Because ain't nothing perfect he still about does him. 10. Did you see? He still does it in the match. Yeah, like he still the, does do it as well. Ty Dillinger was an okay wrestler. Ty Dillinger was one of those wrestlers who was like, "This is your role forever." And he was not okay with that. Everybody is not going to... When you go into wrestling, everybody's not meant to be world champion. You're going to have people that are just good at tag team wrestling. You have people that that will be built for the world champion. You have people that forever in their career will be a jobber. Mm -hmm. Brooklyn Brawler and Gilbert will forever be a jobber. They weren't meant to be nothing else. But guess what? They can be great at wrestling if if you play basketball. Everybody's not going to be Jordan or LeBron. You're going to have your Steve Kerr's in the world. But guess what? Steve Kerr got all them championships with Golden State as a coach. So, his role... Steve Kerr got him as a player, too. Yes, exactly. I'm saying, so, his role is to be the lower mid card. Mm -hmm. He was like, I could be more than that. You're not Mr. Perfect, so it's not happening. So, next thing you know, he gets put in the limelight, and he busts Cody Rhodes open. Back in the head with a cheer. There you go, because that was a perfect 10. Perfect chair shot. So, yes. The team of Jimmy Havoc, Darby Allen, and Joey Janela is winning this matchup. Uh, singles match, Adam Page versus Kip Saban. Mm-hmm. Is that what I think it is? Man. 
Hangman's taking that. Hangman, well, yeah. I mean, you said Hangman. Now, you said Chris Saban? No, Kip. Kip like, Saban. Oh, that, that's, oh, that's why I had to Chris check Saban. to make sure it wasn't Chris Saban. No, 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 no. I was, I was like, like Motor City, like Motor City Machine Guns, Chris Saban. <laughs> I love that Chris Saban. I love Motor City Machine Guns. Yeah, honest with you. Uh, Anna Page wins this because we, we we gotta push him because he has a championship match with Jericho all out. Right. right? Yep. Yeah. So that he, makes sense. He wins that one. When the, is all out again? August. August 30th, next month. Thirty first, something like that. Okay. August. So now uh-huh. we have the brothers reuniting. Cody and Dustin Rhodes take on the Young Bucks. Now, Jesus Christ. No, 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 now, now, granted, I, right, I, I know what y'all thinking. I know what y'all thinking. The Young Bucks is going to just run over fucking Goldust. But Goldust has shown is that he can go. And he he, he going to, look, they going to sell for the legend, all right? Here's the thing. I didn't say that he couldn't go. That doesn't mean I'm any less frightened. I agree. How many super kicks is he taking? Who, Dustin Rose? Not at all. That's why I got Cody in there. Cody's going to take him. You know what? I don't know. Is, is, he all right to, is he all right to do that? Yeah, he is. is he? Like, should, should he be doing Dustin this? Dustin is taking at least one double super yeah. kick. Oh, at oh, least yeah. one. But he's not going to get muscle driver. No. He's not getting the muscle driver. Nah. If, if If they lose, then Cody's taking that. Oh, so Dustin Rhodes is part of the old school. Mm-hmm. You go out on your back. That's why I think the match with Cody Rhodes should probably be the last one. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think he wants to keep him in there a little bit longer. So I don't think he goes out on the back on a tag team match. I think Cody and Dustin win the match. I give it to I give it to the Rhodes brothers. Dustin, uh, he gets the win. Yeah. Why not? It's the perfect story. I'm not gonna vote against the Young Bucks. I always vote against Generation Me. Always, always. No wow. matter what, they still gonna botch something like you they said. gonna botch something, okay? They I, I, I t- until the Young Bucks do a whole match without without, without botching anything, I'm on I'm on Team Young Buck. However, Boy? Team Young Buck, I said they don't get the S until out of botch. Now I did see the match with the Elite, but that they didn't botch other than that, but that was the Elite. You gotta watch against the Briscoes. That was like that got ranked number nine in the best all time Ring of Honor matches. Of all time. Oh, wow. Uh, but it's the Briscoes, though. So it's the like, Briscoes. I, I, I love the Briscoes, too. It's like, Those are like some of the hoodest white guys ever in life. <laughs> I'm just saying. They're, they're who the Usos want to be. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a, oh, Usos. Here's the thing about the Usos, though. Here's the thing, because you, you, you know somewhere Q-Flow is stirring up the powers of the earth and about to sh- like, destroy your car. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. The Usos are trying to find a gimmick to complete their urban youthism. So they go with the Briscoes? Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Because the Usos can't be Uso urban youths because WTV won't require that. So they got to be something. So they, they might as well steal from the Briscoes. Mm-hmm. Down since day one, so we down since day one-ish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, and the weird. promos are pretty much the same too. If you look back at some of the promos... When they being like talking and backing each other, I'm like, ah, that's that's, that's uh-huh. why the Briscoes came out with a shirt that says, "We've been doing this since 2000." Rewind the tapes, uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, that was a shot. Oh. That was a shot. Oh. <laughs> that's true, a shot right there. It says we've been doing this since di- we've been doing this since tapes. I'm like, yeah, oh, that's boy. right. Uh, we also have 
Kenny Omega versus Chima. Sima. 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 Yep. I am I not too. Fa- I'm not too familiar with Sima. All I have is this match being a ploy for John Moxley coming out, and uh, because wait, he destroyed Kenny Omega after after Fighter Fest of the Elite, right? Uh, double or nothing. No, 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 no. Kenny Omega destroyed. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh Kenny, wait, wait, yeah. wait. Kenny Omega destroyed John Moxley at Fighter Fest, right? At Fighter Fest. Yeah. Okay, he so had the V trigger just ran on just yeah, V trigger the shit out, like to the point, like you know something like takes you down when somebody don't sell for they just like crumble to the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, no, no, you take. Yeah, 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 yeah. He ate all that shit, so I can't wait to see that match all out. That's gonna be a good one. But uh, I mean. I'm not too familiar with Chima, so I'm going with uh, Kenny Omega winning this. He's a one. strong. He's an older New Japan strong style guy. Oh, so he taking some hits. Yeah, he's taking some hits. He t- taking the Walter chops. Oh, I, I mean, are we all agreeing that we are gonna probably see Kenny Omega win here? Yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. I'm on board for that. Okay. And last but not least, I don't even know why they didn't put this as the number one match on here, but okay. Brandy Rose versus a- uh, a- Ali. Out. That's the one that went against the librarian at uh, Fighter Fest. Yeah, so uh Right. Oh, Brandy Rose. I you know, Brandy Rose is like the ultimate wife. She's she's very beautiful. <laughs> she supports Cody and all and all the things. She's standing for her shit, but her wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I try to get all the good out there. Her wrestling. I wanna see Brandy Rose get like I take a hard bump. To wipe that smile off her face. Because this shit ain't funny. Because this shit. <laughs> Damn. He's Apollo Crews to wrestle. He can smile. You know what I'm saying? No, because see, Brandy Rose got on my nerves when I see her wrestle at uh, Women of Honor when we was at, uh, yeah. uh, at, at Ring of Honor 2300. And the whole match, she smiled like this shit funny. And shit. I'm like, what, what the hell are you trying to. Uh, uh, your character is not egotistical. So, wh- what are you smiling about? Like, oh, I'm having fun out here. Are we here to move? She's she's a pageant queen. Yes. That's fine. Like I said, she supports Cody. She know. understands, you know, she understands, the, she understands the business. She, uh, she, she will support. And she knows how to be a great Miss Elizabeth. Yes. I will give you that. Yeah. She knows how to be that great women's manager for Cody. But when it comes to her wrestling ability, she's not. She needs to good. work on her running, because when she runs, you see that little. I don't, yeah, I don't know what it no, is, no, she run like she part of WrestleMania the arcade game. You know <laughs> oh, what I'm just saying? Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm like, this like stop, go speed, but but no acceleration. Like what? So I don't understand it, and for some reason, the ideal that every woman has to wrestle now. See, I'm all for the women's uh, revolution, evolution, things like that. But the idea that every woman has, like, they even talk about Renee Young and uh, uh, Charlie Caruso uh, doing, you know, roles. I'm like, they don't have what? to wrestle. Renee Young don't have to Renee wrestle. Renee Young need to work on being a commentator. Charlie Caruso can be a, you can have those roles. So I'm like, Brandy Rose can be the Miss Elizabeth to Cody Rose. Hell, she can even be the Sapphire to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Didn't but Caruso become a, wasn't she training before that and she wasn't good or something that? Like was that was JoJo. No, JoJo. Yeah. So you can have her in a role as a Miss Elizabeth, but you can train her enough to take a bump, you know, for, for things like that nature, but she don't have to wrestle. So, but she going against Allie because, you know, she was looking at Allie backstage, so they got a little rivalry going. So 
Ali wins this match. If she yeah. don't, I don't. Uh, it, it, it's because Brandy is going to be healed, or I don't understand what the, what the case is going to be. Yeah, it's going to be Ali. Who do you have, Quattro? I mean, there's no reason why it shouldn't be Ali. Uh, unless Brandy has help from somebody. I don't I don't know who, but the outside that, gods? it should clearly be Ali. <laughs> the wrestling gods, for real. No, I, 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 I agree with you on that one. Uh, so, that's what I have. All right, moving on, as we did a lot of previews and going over stuff such as Extreme Rules, such as Evolve, and such as Fight for the Fallen. So when I do see Fight for the Fallen, I'm going to give you a review for you guys. So most likely the review is going to be on next week's podcast, episode 108. So but right now, there's another pay-per-view that I want to go over, and it's not necessarily the whole pay-per-view I want to go over. I just want to go over mostly the main event, and that's Impact Wrestling had a pay-per-view this past weekend called Slammiversary. And Slammiversary is like one of Impact Wrestling's biggest pay-per-views. And when I was really into TNA, which was the years of like 2005, when I started in 2006, I was really into TNA. Slammiversary was the one, because to me, it felt like that was their SummerSlam. And when their SummerSlam came around, they did good. So their Slammiversary, Bound for Glory, and lockdown were TNA's big events. No matter every time you see them perform in the Impact Center, which is just like performing at NXT today. When it, when it came to lockdown, when it came to anniversary, and when it came to uh, Bound for Glory, they traveled, and they used to go. I remember because they may have not sold out the Wells Fargo Center, but they definitely sold out the Leah Core Center, and Leah Core Center holds about three thousand people, so they would have shows there when they came to Philly. So, make it long story short, so Slammiversary is one of the big things, and that's one of the things they kept going along with Battle for Glory. Lockdown, not too much. It kind of fell off. It kind of like fell off like WWE Survivor Series did. Well, at uh, Slammiversary, we had a first ever, now we've had these matches before, but a first ever main event, intergender matchup. Now, for those who know me know that I am not the biggest fan of intergender matches. I see them on Lucha Underground all the time, and there is just a disconnect of believability with those matches. And it's not, you know, be, it's making a sexist comment. It's not saying I don't respect what the women, what the women do. It's just genetics. It's just genetics. Women were, what, no matter what you, you know, how you think of it, created or made just differently. And there, there, there are certain things that, you know, the the male body can take that the woman body probably cannot take or it will damage them more, especially with the addition of breasts and all the other things that they have on their body. So it's very hard to believe. Like, if you're going to see a woman the size of Sasha Banks go up in a match with somebody the size of Braun Strowman, there's no way you're going to make that a believable match for me. Even if you, I remember back in OVW when they had Mickey James go up against Bobby Lashley, or she like seven stuff like that. And Bobby Lashley just easily picked her up and gave her a power slam in the ring, and I was just like, "There's no way you can believe it that Mickey James is going to beat a guy like Bobby Lashley." And so disrespect to Mickey James, it's just like you're not going to make me believe that you're going to have a cruiserweight go up and just beat a super heavyweight like such as. Cheeseburger from Ring of Honor is not beating Vader. It's not happening. 
There's no way you can get me to believe that unless he has a gun, you know. And even then, he may have to, he may have to empty the round on him. So that, but I have to say, this match exceeded all my expectations for this match. They gave because Sammy Callahan is not, not the biggest of guys, but you know, say so he is a, he's a, a, you know he pretty solid guy. And Tessa Blanchard, she is on another level of freak athlete. It's coming. Whatever wrestling promotion it is, whenever year it's going to come, Tessa Blanchard will one day go head-to-head with Charlotte. It's destiny. It's fate. It is. It has to happen somewhere there before if, before people start wrestling, before people get old, before people die, and both their fathers got to be here to see it. It has to happen. Uh, but real quick, to go over the card, uh, Wooly Mack defeated... Uh, Jake Christ, CJP, and Terry Miguel in a fatal four-way match. Pretty decent match. Three-way tag team match for the Impact World Championships. The North, Ian Page, and Josh Alexander defeated LAX, Ortiz and Santana, with Conan and the Rascals. Uh, the North is a pretty coming-up team. After next month, the Latin America, uh, LAX is done with Impact Wrestling, and that they have contracts to go to well, they have been offered contracts to go to AEW or WWE, and they've been offering good money because this new LAX, I'm with it, especially with Conan behind it. Me personally, I'm biased. I kind of want to see them go in AEW. They have history with the tag teams there, but they could go to uh, NXT and do a good thing there too, but it's just that their gimmick, I, I have a feeling that their gimmick on WWE and Vince McMahon's WWE would be so stereotypical that it will actually hurt LAX because, as you know, LAX is just you know. I mean, they kind of live with the stereotypical gimmick anyway, you know, with the whole uh, Latino gangsters kind of thing. But I just see Vince ex- pushing that way too hard. But NXT, I think Triple H would give him a chance to shine and go up against some fresh teams. But I see the hero there. Uh, first blood match: Eddie Edwards defeat Killer Cross. That was actually a pretty decent matchup. It only got about, about eleven minutes, but it, it was uh, it was pretty good uh, when uh, Killer Cross started bleeding from the mouth. Then uh, the return of Rob Van Dam going against Moose. RVD's old. And you can start telling that RVD in the face looks old. But RVD, for his age, is actually doing pretty well. More than I thought he would. And Moose, once again, made him look good in this matchup. And But Moose picks up the win here as he should. But, you know, it makes you think, like, RVD, I would love to see some still... RVD match with people in WWE like Matt Riddle, but I would love to see that RVD match like you know ten years ago. But once again, RVD still got you know he still got something left to entertain. Fatal Four Way Monsters Ball match. Uh, Taylor Valkyrie defeated Jessica Havoc, Rosemary, and Sue Young. This match got brutal, and Taya Valkyrie actually proved to me that she could be hardcore. There's a superplex uh, to Sue Young. I won't believe from. Uh, on the ladder from the top rope, God, that like it sucked. Of uh, Tyler Valkyrie st- stapling this picture on the Sue Young's face and it's staying there. Sue Young gets a false on the thumb. T- like, Sue Young took a lot of punishment. Her and Rosemary took a lot of punishment. And shout out to these women for actually going through the br- brutality of that. But Tyler Valkyrie retains her championship. Uh, second, I-, I think this is the match of the night behind. Uh, I didn't decide which one because Tessa Blanchard and Sammy Callahan had the the moment to it, but this was just good pure wrestling. It was Rich Swan 
taking on Johnny Impact for the Exhibition Championship. And this was a really good back and forth contest between these two athletic guys. They really, really, really showed off in this one. And I have to say, you know, Rich Swan winning. I miss Rich Swan WWE. He did, he did fuck up, but uh, it, it was still a great match here. He wins with the uh, Phoenix Splash, the Johnny Impact, and this and uh, Johnny Impact's contract is up after uh, Slammiversary, which he actually extended it so he can you know do Slammiversary. So what it's looking like is he's either going to be Johnny Elite, or he can come back and be Johnny Raw or Johnny is Live or if he was to come back to WWE, because he, I thought he's going back to NXT, if he was to come back to WWE, or he could resign with Impact and still become Johnny Impact. I don't know what the deal is for Lucha Underground. I think after season four, they may be done, but, you know, he's gone after this. So we'll see what he does. Or maybe he just wants to take a break because, you know, it's a lot to do in wrestling. Then we get for a singles match for the Impact World Championship, Brian Cage versus Michael Elgin. These two big bulls go at it. But once again, I miss the art of the big man. I've said this over and over again. Brian Cage is a freak of nature, such as um, they call him Lucha Lesnar, where they call Bobby Lashley Brock, uh, Black Lesnar. He's Lucha Lesnar because the, the things that Brian Cage be doing. But once again, and same thing with Michael Elgin, he's big too. I want to see big guys do a big guy brawl sometimes because I don't need Brian Cage doing 619s. Like, He's so big, he doesn't, I know he can probably do it. Braun Strowman can do a kip-up. Don't mean I have to see it. I believe that you're talented at what you do, but see, that's what takes you out of the match and seeing all these, these big guys doing these Canadian stories. They're doing cruiserweight moves. These big guys are doing cruiserweight moves to get over, showing how big they can do it. And people, there are people out there that like that kind of stuff. But Brian Cage, as strong as he is, I just like to see some of the power aspect and what he can do and be an intimidating beast. Like when he's Lucha Underground, he just tore the belt in half and stuff like that. That's um, that's a Brian Cage I want to see, but he was still doing that Lucha shit in uh, um, Lucha Underground as well. But neither here or there, Brian Cage retains. Now we get to the main event, the intergender match with Sammy Callahan and Tessa Blanchard. This has been a rivalry going on. I've seen some of the highlights from Impact Wrestling with Sammy Callahan's group. I don't know what it's called. Uh, pile drive uh, Tessa Blanchard and then now she's back they both come up baseball bats and this was a very believable match where Tessa Blanchard is getting beating him up and like I said she stays with him the whole time and things that that, that will happen happen in the match she goes for a dive through the ropes and uh Tim Callahan catches her and then he just grabs her by the legs as like in a powerbomb form and just swings her on the, on the gate back and forth then they have the level ramp from the, from the Titan try to the ring and Tessa hits a nice cutter on there and she sells the back and everything. I love that middle rope cold breaker that she does. That that thing is good. So, you know, it, it was the whole story about that and uh, Sammy Callahan won. The right guy went over and he hits her with a pile driver and wins the matchup. It was good storytelling. A very good match and yo, Tessa has shown me a lot. I remember when they did the intergender match with Trish Strass and Lita versus Chris Jericho and Christian back at Armageddon 2003, I believe it was. And they actually, for six minutes, made that match kind of believable. They kind of did good. This one surpassed that, in my personal opinion. And this, you know, this was a very good storytelling matchup. Like I said, I may not, I may not be into it. There may be some people that's into the intergender stuff like that. I mean, I do miss the days of... Sometimes certain violence towards the women 
is required. Like, if Stephanie gets a rock bottom, I'm not mad at that. Like, I don't want to see when Stone Cold, like, laid Lita out with them chair shots. That I'm like, okay, that's kind of uncomfortable. I don't need to see that. And I know that gets you, get heel heat, but I don't need to see that stuff. But if Barry Corbin wants, to, you know, uh, hopefully, Extreme Rules, give Becky a deep six, please. By all means, that'll bring heat to match or end of days. I seriously doubt WWE is going to do that, but still. But Tessa Blanchard and Sammy Callahan showed that you know that they can do this. I'm glad Impact you know for allowing them to do this. It was it was really good. I really enjoyed the match. I make sure you guys go back and check out Slamversary. I thought Slamversary was really good. Slamversary is one of those cards where they actually pr- do pretty good. Like I actually every year want to see Slamversary. I actually want to see Slamversary more than I want to see Bound for Glory. But you know some things I don't want to see. And that's Enzo Amore. You know, Enzo is just gets riled up in a lot of shit. <clears throat> well, he's back in the news again this past week. Last time I heard about Enzo was when he came to that Ring of Honor show. Oh, no, when he was in Master Square Garden, that Ring of Honor New Japan show in Master Square Garden. And he came there, him in a... Big Cass XL or Cass XL, whatever the fuck he's calling himself now. Uh, that's that's how I heard from them. So, well, before then, he was at Survivor Series in the Staples Center and trying to get the whole front row to do his chant and everything. And then they kicked him out of um, Survivor Series. So, because uh, he, he was sitting there try, trying to hide his face. I'm just like, Enzo, you know, stay over there with your world star hip hop and all that. But no, it gets better because Enzo Amore. And AEW's Joey Janela. For those who are not familiar with Joey Janela, he's the one who had that that hard, brutal, hardcore, non-sanctioned match with Dean Ambrose at Fighter Fest, which was actually pretty good. Joey Janela is one of the hardcore wrestlers where he does best in the hardcore environment. He had that awesome hardcore match with Adam Page at a uh, All In. They have a uh, a little con. Uh, a co- confrontation because I can't call this a fight. They got in a confrontation at where would you think at AEW? No, at the Performance Center? No, the Enzo try to go to another WWE event? No, maybe at a rap concert? No, close though because we're at a concert at a Blink 182 concert. Now, half of y'all that's listening to the podcast right now. Just looked at your phone, looked at your computer, and said, "Blink One Eight Two. Are they st- are they still a thing? I didn't even know Blink One Eight Two existed. Still, I'm not lying to you. Then when they said Blink One Eight Two, I'm like, who wait, who was there? Like like name the members kind of thing. Because I did. There was no way I I, I was believing. Um, because that's what I thought it was I thought it was a work. I said there is no way nobody started no fighting no Blink One Eight Two concert. Because how you gonna start fighting nowhere? But then, hey, they were there, and then there, the video went up with Enzo More and Joey Janela trying to keep, listen to what I'm saying, trying to fight. So, some background, Joey Janela has been posting some things about Enzo on Twitter and things that, you know, kind of call, you know, kind of like trolling uh, Enzo a little bit. I don't have the exact tweets pulled up. So, when he finally went up to Enzo, he said he went up there and wanted to shake Enzo's hand, and Enzo uh, slapped his hands away, 
And then he said, no, he was about to square up with him. Anytime Enzo steps closer, Joey Janela is seen. This is what the video is showing us now. Is seen stepping backwards. Joey Janela stepping back from Enzo. So, <laughs> it gets worse as the tweets go on because... As he's stepping back, because he keep he claims that you know it was the alcohol. You know, what I'm saying I heard Jamie Foxx and T Pain blaming on the alcohol way too many times. But you know what? That's what that's what everybody's excuses. Now, once again, I don't know what it could be. George Young could be a legit tough guy. I'm just I just know this. Enzo Mori Mori wouldn't be stepping to Shelton Benjamin like that. I just let you know. But uh, the Joe Janela, it could be something different. So of course, both these guys had to go take the Twitter. Um, Joey Janela was his, his shoe fight. He said, you know, he wanted to go up there and then say, you know, hello. Enzo wasn't having that. Enzo said, I'm glad you introduced yourself because I couldn't pick you out of a lineup. You don't want no smoke. I'm reading the tweets verbatim here. And now I know it. There's only two things that smell like fish. One's fish. And the other is straight put Janella at Janella baby straight pussy. So we got Enzo calling Janella a straight pussy. Oh, and don't forget the other smell like fish. Okay, so uh, then it uh, did they go back and forth on social media? And according to what I'm reading here on uh, uprocks.com, is saying. The two continued to go back and forth on social media for about 45 minutes. For 45 minutes. The, the video didn't even last that long. Um, and then uh, Amore said, don't try to play that wrestling shit with me. You'll end up in a fuck... Or you'll end up on fucking World Star. This, this, this is... this is I'm reading it verbatim here. This is what Enzo said to Janela. You're going to end up on World Star. Called him a fuckboy and accused him of running away from a fight. And then Janella responded, "Well, I'm in Brim, I'm in Brimmar right now. Let's go, bud." And then Enzo tweets back again, "Where was that energy at? We ain't friends, at Janella, baby. Because you know I don't do toy like that. So that's what this is what he's saying. Don't introduce yourself to me, fuckboy. I thought you were a fan. Ha ha. I second. I realized hey, the second I realized it was you. I slapped your bitch ass hands down and walked." at you with my hands up you fucking ran backwards and told my homie to film it soft af this is what's going on with Izzo it's it's okay cause my wife was in the background trying to hold his shit back in I was trying to be quiet but then he spelled it S-A-W-F-T no he did he did I was trying to be quiet I'm sorry he did. Also, the Blink Way is his concert. You won't believe who the co-headliner is. Wait, wait. They so lost. They had a co-headliner, huh? Who was the co-headliner? Lil Wayne. Look, Weezy. Yes. <laughs> I was trying so hard to be quiet. You sure Weezy? <laughs> you sure Weezy didn't know that he was in the venue by himself? Like, Listen, you know. I don't know. You know, I, I don't know what the world coming to because when I was driving back from AC, I seen a. Uh, 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 advertisement on the big screen on the highway talk about some 98 degrees will be here. I'm like, 98 degrees? 
We still do. I mean, it's 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 about that temperature outside here in Philly, but oh I mean, ninety eight degrees. I'm sorry. I'm gonna be quiet now. <laughs> so, Joey Janela, because by the way, you know his Twitter handle, Bad Boy Joey Janela. Not a word. I saw the dude and walked up and said, "Hi, I'm Joey Janela at the Blink One Eighty Two show," and we proceed to have I'm not Lennox Lewis to have the stiffest fist fight of the year, and I'm not pussy, but we had fun. Oh, oh, what? oh, okay. Well, look. Enzo says, not a safe environment for a fight, needless to say. Sorry about the uh, the baby in the background. Uh, not a safe environment for a fight, needless to say. I didn't start the fight. I was smart enough not to have one with a drunken fool vagina. So... Angela, my homegirl, screaming like a voice of reason to a very reasonable man at Janela Baby Dick Ryan Nate, a form of transportation. D- <laughs> Enzo is on another level of what the fuck? And you know, I'm sitting here reading this. I said, I can't, be- I, I can't, I can't believe this. I can't believe. It. So they go back and forth. I'm not even sitting here going to read all the stuff going back and forth. But I, I, I know this, Enzo. And Joe Janela, I mean, this is not the kind of thing you want to see in the wrestling news at all. You kind of want to see some success stories a little bit. And them two fight at a at a concert that I didn't know would ever exist in the year 2019. Uh, but going to, it's just straight up stupid. It's just straight up stupid. First of all, I don't think none of them guys wanted to fight. Okay, so I'm not just going to just come at Janela for backing up, which he clearly did in the video. But, uh... I don't know, because, you know what, if somebody talk trash to me and talk shit, and I'm stepping up to them, and, they, you know, say, and they want to act like, you know, they got the Twitter fingers and stuff like that, but they don't want they don't want the smoke, then, you know, hey, uh, we got a problem, too, but according to Enzo, like the Street Prophet said, we, he want the smoke, so maybe they'll have, it, you know, AEW all out, Enzo versus George Janela, and, you know, who want the smoke match, you know, who knows, but, Oh, and you know, by the way, the special referee will be Blink-182. Okay. All whatever of them. Oh, no. Uh, trying to move on to some better news, I would have to say, is that uh, Gallows and Anderson, the club, is recently reported to have signed new five-year deals with WWE. Now, we have currently heard about Gallows and Anderson uh, saying they was not going to sign because their contract is up in um, September, and uh, they wasn't going to sign. So obviously, uh, they was probably going to head over to AEW. I I thought that was happening, but we know AJ Styles had signed with them back with WWE as well. So I was like, well, man, your boys are going back to AEW or probably go back to New Japan. So it's been reported here. Uh, that they have signed new deals with the company. And uh, I can't be mad at them. Like, there are people that <clears throat> will, will probably be more mad at Lou Gals in the car. They say, you can go to AEW, and you can do this, and you can be used on TV, stuff like that. I'm like, look, I don't know what the case is. I don't, I'm not a professional wrestler at all. It, once again, AEW could be make a lot of guys' money because a lot of people are tr- who probably really don't want to leave WWE is holding out 
to see if they can get more money out of WWE. And to be honest with you, that's not a bad business move. If you're busting your ass WWE and you're doing all this stuff for them, and you know you, you rarely get no sleep, you're on the road all the time, you don't get to see your family, and you're like, man, well, shit, I need my money then. There are guys out there that's like that. I'm not mad at those guys who are out there. They're guys who just want to pure wrestle. And I get that too. But if WWE has the 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 thing of, of uh giving them money, I mean if they want to take the five year deal, now it's rumor, I don't know what the contract is because I didn't put it in my face and for me to sign it. But it's rumored for them to both have five hundred thousand dollar contracts a year each. So for the professional wrestler, that ain't bad at all. Now for with with the level that they're on, five hundred thousand, five hundred thousand. Now I I'll travel two hundred days a year, or three hundred days a year, whatever the case may be, for five hundred thousand dollars a year. And I mean, you know, we just talked about this with Leo Rush, uh, back in the day. Uh, well, not back in the day, a couple of um months ago about them offering him $300,000 a month. I'm like, not a month, a year. I don't even think Leo Rush also if he's seen, has seen that kind of money before. But you know what I'm saying? I don't know what the deal is with Leo Rush. But Gals and Anderson went back and they want to go sign these deals. So I'm not mad at them. And they're probably going to say with AJ Styles. So <clears throat> obviously with Extreme Rules happening um, tomorrow night, it's uh showing that the club uh obviously is getting back got back with AJ Styles so they're obviously gonna probably push them that way or that's probably part of the agreement. Now I doubt they're gonna be with AJ Styles for the next five years because AJ Styles is not gonna be there for the next five years. But uh I mean it, I mean it's a pretty sweet deal for them. So I am not mad at them at all. What I am kinda upset is though. So now we know that SmackDown is coming to Fox Sports in October. And people, I want y'all to understand something. October's right around the corner. Next thing you know, it's gonna pop up. We're in July now. And you're sitting there thinking, well, we got SummerSlam and then we gotta help September. We gotta go ready to go back to school. You're gonna blink. You're going to blink and next thing you know, you're standing in the it's either in Target or Walmart or the Spirit of Halloween store trying to find that kid that costume that he wants to be. And you're like, damn, it's October already. And SmackDown's when we move to Fridays. Just like that. So, you know, it, it just shows that man, the year flies by all the time. So, uh, Bailey was on, had an interview with TV host Christine, uh, was it Christine Lefty? Uh, which she is part of. That was she has a sports show or sports interview show on FS1 or uh, Fox Sports. Well, yeah, FS1. Duh. So she was talking to Bailey about life as a professional wrestler, and Bailey was on there, and of course she was answering some of the questions until it kind of got Dean Ambrose, uh, Stone Cold territory. And then, you know, as WD prepares for his move to Fox, multiple current superstars have been going there and talking about that. And uh, there was an awkward exchange between Lathy and Bailey. 
and it gave the viewers a look more so in professional wrestling and it was something like this I, I have the transcripts right here in front of me and it says uh Bailey was talking about the life of professional wrestler and then how it's hard for some people on the road sometimes to you know after a show where you gotta be there uh 10, 11, 12 o'clock and you got to go and drive three or four hours to the next town and sometimes you get in some sketchy areas that you don't know where you're at and you can run out of gas. It doesn't happen to her, but there are times she let her foot off the gas where she, uh, so, you know, she wouldn't lose the gas and things of that nature. And sometimes you, you see these ride-alongs where they got, um, superstars riding along and it's a 20 minute show and you may sit there and watch ride along and be like oh that was a nice 20 minute conversation you know how much dead air is on that camera they got to edit out you know how much dead air sometimes they're not talking or they're probably just sitting there just looking out the window and they try to tell somebody hey man stay awake or keep your eye on the road it ain't as breezy as they make it seem at all but that's the point of the show so Christina Lethe, when she finds out that Bailey is like driving herself, she's a SmackDown Women's Champion, and she's driving herself. She says, "You driving yourself?" And Bailey says, "Oh yeah, we drive ourselves." And she says, "You don't have a driver?" Bailey says, "No." And Lethe is like, "What?" Bailey says, "Yeah, we do it five days a week, so you can't hire a personal driver for thirty superstars five days a week." And Lisa, I don't know. I think they make a lot of money off you guys. Now Bailey. Already looking comfortable because I seen the clip because he took the clip down. It's saying, uh, I think so too, but you know, they take care of us. Right there, before I read any more of the transcript, what is she supposed to say? You put her on. See, a lot of times people don't understand the wrestling business. The This wrestling business. And this grind has been going on since the 50s. And I have started watching wrestling in 1992. My grandfather, who got me into wrestling, obviously was watching more back in his era of wrestling. And if you and back in those days, especially the 80s and the 90s, if you weren't a wrestling fan, before Vince brought you know the wrestling market on the mainstream. It was, under, it was under the radar. It was a joke. What's the famous word? It's fake. It's ballet. They throw fake punches, fake kicks. There's no combat sport. They're falling on match. They're playing. Grown men in tights is playing with each other. It's gay. This is what people would tell me at school. When they didn't get the true definition of what gay was, but still, that's what they would tell me. And because I've been a wrestling fan all my life, and I had to deal with all this kind of criticism. And she says, "Do you uh do you want me to negotiate your guys' new CBA? Do you have a CBA?" And Bailey says, "No, but um." Uh, and then she discussed all says let's make one drivers the cba is a collective bargaining agreement they have them in baseball they have them in football they have them in basketball which is a thing where that the players have a a, a thing like a uni, uni kind of thing where they can go up against the league on certain things to help protect the players there is none of that in wwe 
And everybody who doesn't know the horrors of WWE automatically think that if we go and rally up and fight together, we can get this thing done. It don't work like that. If it worked like that, it would have been happened already. JR has said in an interview years ago, a union, an off-season, none of that will ever happen because you cannot get a group of wrestlers to agree on where to get lunch in a locker room. And from the stories I've been hearing, that's true. There's different personalities. There's different things. There's people who like to drive. and people who, who who rather drive and not, you know, uh, rely on somebody else because we rely on somebody else, it causes a whole other thing. But I was listening to Solid Monster. He shared a very personal story that I didn't know about. And uh, it got me to thinking. He said, because I was taking my mom home from the doctor's office and I listened to his show. And uh, he said that would it be so hard? Now, of course, you know, this is the Russell Brothers. They, they've, they've done this kind of stuff already. But would it be so hard to rent a bus? Two buses. And superstars could have that option to get on a bus to travel to the next city. Because it's shocking that you don't hear more stories about superstars dying from falling asleep behind the wheel. And there was one superstar. I forgot what his name was. He said he was a referee uh, who was driving a car with us. Uh, I forgot his name. See, I don't want to butcher the names and stuff like that who died behind the wheel. But he says that he takes that personally because his dad was a truck driver. And there was a couple times he fell asleep behind the wheel. and He had to pull over and get the rest. And that's how his dad died. Not driving a truck, but driving a car. He fell asleep behind the wheel and got in a car accident and died. You know, and that stuff, you know, it hits home to certain people. You sit there and you think, like, these wrestlers, if I got to, because you get major heat if you were the first match on and you leave to get a head start. You wait till the show's over. That's the written rule, the unwritten rule, and anything of that nature. So imagine if Bailey has a match where she has to go, say, if it's a this storyline she's in right now. Say if she got to do a uh, seven-minute match with Alexa Bliss and then a ten-minute match with Nikki Cross. And then she got to go back and shower. Then she got to wait, let this three-hour raw go past. Or two hours, that doesn't matter. Wait till... Because it ain't just like, okay, it's 11 o'clock, I'm out. You got to shut everything down. These people got to put all this stuff the ring and everything back into the locker room you think when i left the when we left the wells fargo center um a couple times when i we, we when we went to go see royal rumble or battleground or raw or smackdown back all them years ago dumb cameraman and them referees come out there they, they break that ring down as we're leaving they still gotta take all that shit with them on trucks so it ain't just that it ain't that easy and then and then you got you gotta try to book a ride with somebody you gotta rent a car because you know people ain't always bringing their cars everywhere with them and they gotta drive the next town they gotta stay awake and drive the next town and then you know try to get themselves some sleep or something like that. I mean, that shit's hard and they caught Bailey off guard because now Bailey I guarantee y'all and for those wrestling fans that knows Bailey knows that this shit is bullshit 
Bailey knows that WWE makes a lot of money when you, when you got uh was it 10 million or no 50 million or something billion dollar uh contract negotiation with Saudi Arabia. Mm. You got yourself five billion something dollars coming from Fox for the, you to put your SmackDown Network on there. They got bread. This is the mo- Raw SmackDown may suck, and the ratings may be low. But here's the thing: this is the the, the most WWE has made money wise. Period. And don't forget that every time something happens, WWE is putting a name and a face on something to make sure that they get paid for that. You know, because there's a lot of superstars in the back that make that WWE makes a lot of money off of. A lot. This is the richest they have ever been. So to afford, it ain't that the buy. If to afford to say, look, you will want your superstars that make you money to make sure they get to the next town safely. There's I think we could say let's do, the offseason debate is done. Okay? We're not even worried about that. But just to, to have some type of thing. Like, if they want to say, hey, yo, if we need to be in this time. Because right now, there's no more brand split, don't look like. So, everybody go to the same place. So, if you hire a couple buses and say, look, here's an option. We got buses that will take you guys to where you need to go. Because I would love... Because if it was me, if if I got to work on Raw in the stadium for three hours and watch a boring show, but I can't tell the boss that, I can go right there and go right on the bus and go to sleep. Don't know if I got to buy. These, the buses that WWE can, can, can uh, afford has beds on them. You know, you, you can go in there and, 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 and uh, buy yourself a traveling bus and they got a kitchen and they got bathrooms. And they got like double decker ones, and they got whole bids on there. You rest assured, I'll put. And then these bus drivers, after they get paid to do, you get a couple bus drivers. One take over one shift, one take over another shift, and they just drive. You go lay up on that bed with air conditioning on, and shit, I go right to bed. And then while I, I, I wake up a little bit while I'm at the hotel where I'm at, and then I go in there check in, go right back to bed. I think it'll, it'll be beneficial. Every guy's not going to do it. Every girl's not going to do it. But there's that option. There is that option. And it's just that when wrestling does fly under the radar for so many years, so long, and then now when this is bringing people's attention, like the whole John Oliver thing, people are literally shocked and surprised that this is happening to fake wrestlers? Yes! When I watch... You know, uh, Deck Ops, you know, I'm a huge fan of his stuff, that Chris Danger stuff. He's a friend of Xavier Woods. For his birthday, Xavier Woods took him out to a wrestling ring and takes some wrestling bumps. He, You should have seen the bruises. He came back. Well, now, Chris Danger is, is, is obviously not a, uh, you know, stout or thick guy. He's a skinny guy. And the bruises he took, he couldn't even walk the next morning. Throwing up, all that kind of stuff. This is the next morning. So imagine the people that got to do this shit every night. You know, it's 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 a, it's a hard life that if you don't lace up the boots, like they had that commercial, the WWE commercial, uh, back in 1998. They had Ahmed Johnson, Ken Shamrock, Undertaker, Stone Cold in there, and I remember 
It was a good commercial, and the Stone Cold ended with the line says, "You don't think this is real? Then try lacing my boots." Now, who's gonna pay attention? They just think it's a regular wrestling commercial. Some average person probably think it's a wrestling commercial for ice cream, but in reality, it's trying to let you know that, yo, you can't just go from profession to profession and automatically think that it's gonna be a cakewalk because of what you assume is going to happen and then you get shocked that you know when people go through the when people educate themselves and learn things that's how you know you you, you get by and stuff like that so you know the, it, that's how the interview went Bailey was very uh uncomfortable in, in in the interview and i felt bad for her but that's what was presented and it was like there's no way of getting out of that and i felt i really did feel bad for her but that's just sometimes how the, how the wrestling business is. Does it need to change? Absolutely. But, you know, what you going to do about it? All right, guys. So that's where I'm going to end No Gimmicks Needed uh, Wrestling Podcast this week. I thank all <coughs> of the NerdCoach members that was able to join me for the Extreme Rules predictions, the Evolve, and the Fight for the Fallen uh, preview. So, like I said, I'm going to those shows all three of them so next week i can give you my thoughts on what i thought like i said by the time y'all probably gonna hear this podcast it's gonna be late so by the time y'all hearing this whole thing all the shows don't happen already so i you know i have seen them already so obviously you'll get my extreme rules uh review when it happens but next week on the podcast i'll talk about fight for the fall and i'll talk about the evolve show and go back and see it live and stuff like that which i probably you know and uh, gonna do and then um, talk about some other things as well for episode 108 before episode 107 yes uh, make sure also we didn't have any emails this week I didn't do an NXT review because I didn't see it so I apologize but I do like answering your questions for you know email stuff like that I do enjoy for the for the little that do send in so do participate in making sure you guys send in emails that you can send the emails at the real nerd coalition at gmail.com once again, that's the real nerd coalition at gmail.com. Spelled C O A L I T I O N. And uh, make sure you guys check out Spaces Philly, the production company we are a part of. Spaces Philly, we can get all your podcast news and talks and all kind of genres. And their most popular stuff they have on there is the Lulu and Pop Show and the Lulu and Pop Horror Show, along with both sides. Of course, the Nerd Coalition is on there with their content with the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast, the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. And, uh, of course, the hot new turntables, hip-hop culture, and beyond, and Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongues. Make sure you check us out on all the podcast apps, such as St- Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Speaker. Or you guys listen to us on YouTube, on YouTube Premium. YouTube Premium has a free trial going on right now, but you can get it for $9.99 a month. But I have always been told by QFlow, if you have Google Play, well, then you have yourself YouTube Premium. So make sure you guys check it out wherever you get your podcast needs from. Uh, that is it for Mr. A and E. I'm getting ready to sign out. Uh, of course, who was in the background listening to me probably about Enzo, uh, my wife, the greatest sketch day sketch. It's been real, y'all. Yeah, so uh, as I'm here recording this. So make sure you guys stay tuned next week. I'll be more on time next week with episode 108 as we are just, you know, Keep on moving with these podcasts and let you guys know about all the other stuff. So once again, this is NC Place to be Chunk Chunk Mr. Andy. Thank you to the Hard R for the Soul Track Enterprise Quattro for the Extreme Rules uh, Predictions. And QFlow, my co-host, wherever you are at. Take us out.
orgasm to your ears, welcome to the show We don't need any gimmicks, you already know So sit back, relax, and hit the like button Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming Swag on trivia and prompts top five Either way it's fun and you're hearing it live Join with your host Mr. A&E Yeah you know it's the place to be, it's in C.